Playback podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome to the 404 Films podcast. Uh, today we're not talking about a movie. We're going back and we're talking about another game because I am joined with game expert David Dixon. Uh, that may be game expert is an exaggeration. Excuse me. 93 platinum trophies and counting. I'm sure digital trophies mean a lot to you in your they life. They do indeed in the world of games, yeah. But today we're talking about Resident Evil Village. Resident I, Evil 8. I just keep calling it 8. I call it 8 as well, yeah. What do you think of the... Firstly, what do you think of the name? It's a very uh, unique name. It, when I first heard it, I thought that was the, the working title, and I thought, oh, it's not actually going to be called that, but... Um, Pretty boring. It, it's, yeah. It, it, we'll get into this later, I guess, but the village aspect of it is, you know, it makes sense, the title. Uh, I like the V-I-I-I. The eight, yeah, yeah, actually, no, yeah, I take that's probably why they did it. And then what did seven do? It did biohazard, but it was like, yeah, the Resident Evil EVIL, I think, was the EVI, okay, yeah, was yeah. Built. uh, and I guess for from what I understand, for Resident Evil 9, their plan is to call it Resident Evil Exit and make IX out of that. <laughs> so they've just gone like a they're trapped now, yeah. I think they want to make the Resident Evil 9 the last numbered Resident Evil, and then after that, make them. More like an anthology where it follows just different characters in the universe. Or but didn't Resident Evil Seven though? Because like all in Japan, they're called Biohazard. They are, yeah. So Seven in Japan was called Biohazard, Biohazard Resident, Resident Evil. Evil, which makes total sense for that game because it's set in a house and it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But like for us to be called over here, I mean in Europe, it to be called Resident Evil Biohazard just seems like they couldn't think of a subtitle. Yeah, I, I guess you could argue that the... Sorry, spoilers, by the way, for Resident Evil 7 and 8. Oh, totally. This is not going to be like the... Um, the Last of Us. Like, I, I really don't want to do like what I did with the Last of Us 2 podcast. The biohazard element, I guess you could argue, is the uh, is the molded and the, the sort of corrupted it, environment of the bio. Kind of all of them have biohazard stuff related to it. Yeah, yeah. but I, I guess if, if you wanted to make that, like, explain why they called that... Um, I think they were lazy. I will say this. Resident Evil is a way better name than Biohazard, but... I don't get it. I get it for, like, some of them. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, is it Resident is in? It's currently living with us. And it's, like, that is the resident of the of the house. So, like, the first one. The is residence the... of evil. It makes sense for the first, the most. For the like, first house one of the, the mansion, I think it worked for the seventh one. And I think it's a fine name as it goes further. Biohazard, I guess... Yeah, it just sounds very generic. Yeah. And the games are anything but. Yeah. As 7 and 8. I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. So what's Resident Evil generally? We can talk on and on and on about how many, like, 20-odd games in the series now. Yeah, quite a few. And very few game series get to that level of, like, obviously Final Fantasy and such as, but very few beyond that get to, like, 8 or not, like, What's well, gone number. since... Like, physically named, number named. Seven is it? 1996? For which? Resident Evil? Resident Evil 1996, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, and then like PS1 all the way up now to the PS5. Yeah, it's it's historically been a very Sony or PlayStation franchise. Not always, but it's it's like 1996 for Resident Evil 1, 98 for 2, 
99 for three, and then 2005 for four, nine for 2009 for uh, Resident Evil 5, 2012 or 13 for six, 17 for seven, and 21 for eight. And that How much of a nerd am I? And it will be really disappointing, and we'll have to wait a very long time if that's what the record shows us going in trilogies, you know? It seems, again, hold yeah. on. This is the only game. Village has been the only, like, if we're breaking them into trilogies. Yeah. But there's no third one for this yet. But if we were, this would be most comparable to Resident Evil 2 in regards to a sequel kind of game of this little quote-unquote trilogy. Far, like, surpassing the other one, in my opinion. I think... They're, yeah, they're very different games. It's it's funny that all three trilogy, well, the middle trilogy, I guess, of four, five, and six, less so. But with regards to the original trilogy, that's like the this, action trilogy. Yeah, I, I threw up air quotes again. I gotta people can't see me in this one, but like that one is very much the action trilogy going forward. And now they've gone back to survival horror to make it scary, and they've learned from so from twenty seventeen from Resident Evil Seven, they've learned from all these games that came out between now and then so outlast and amnesia so we're doing a lot of pt silent hills the the demo well that's yeah there's a whole thing that we want to talk about a whole thing about about that yeah but it's all pov uh for seven and eight and you're not playing as well i keep i keep cutting like way ahead we're jumping ahead of ourselves yeah what is resident evil just briefly for anyone that doesn't know it is a survival horror franchise made by capcom who made uh, mega man and such um and the it's a very interesting series because it's gone through so many iterations as any other series I can think of, and has always managed to keep itself pretty uh, relevant. I think it's always actually been, you know, the original games on the PS One were all famously tank controls. They have the fixed camera angles. They're not for everybody. I think they're not for everybody. I like them a lot, but they're not for everybody. I, th- I think it helps if you've been playing them a long, long time, and as in. I don't mean the series. I mean those originals. You can go back to them if you've played them since you were younger. I think you go back and it's kind of the charm. A lot of people will get frustrated in the first five minutes and then yeah, proceed there's, to... There's a lot of yeah. artistry that you can... See, that people dunk on the fixed camera angles. For anyone who can doesn't know what I mean by this, when you're playing a game normally, like you obviously can control the camera yourself or, it might, or you know, there's no camera control. But... In Resident Evil, the old ones, it's very specifically like camera angles fixed at a certain. It might be up on the ceiling, looking down at you. It might yeah, be down from below. That plays into it was, the horror. Yeah, that's why it was considered like a. That's kind of what I want to talk about. Not just because this is a, another kind of horror game like Last of Us. I mentioned we both mentioned how much we liked Resident Evil during the Last of Us Two podcast, but like, yeah, it's such a good horror game and it's, the first one's because of those fixed camera angles where you're not in control so when you're walking down a hallway and the camera is up in the corner and you're a speck when you're walking down the hallway and you've got to get to the top of the hallway to properly see yourself and something is running from like either in front of you or behind you there's no control there you've got to basically just rely on this little camera angle and absolutely really yeah. scary you know? it's it's very like the the you're totally at the mercy of the devs. They know exactly what's going to happen and you don't. And that's the brilliance of it. Now, they're not... I, I'd love to play a game like that today with AAA sort of... I don't think those types of games would be made today because I think we've... I'd lose, I'd lose patience. I, I don't think I'd be able to 
Yeah, like even the remakes that come out of Zero and One, like the remasters of the remakes, uh, they they change things to adapt the controls, like the tank controls, where you control like a tank, you you um you pivot on the ground, you don't you don't strafe, you just turn. When you're turning right, you stay standing in the same spot, but you just turn your body to the right and then you move forward. It's very, um, at the time it makes sense. And it's a very interesting way to, I believe I remember Shinji Mikami, who's the creator of Resident Evil. He said that part of the reason they wanted to do that was if something suddenly unexpected happened, they wanted it to be very difficult for you to get out of it. So you'd start right. to panic and, you know, it's a very interesting philosophy that I don't think a game nowadays would probably do or get away with this idea that they're intentionally trying to make it Difficult, difficult for you well look at all the metal gear solids yeah which are games i have not played but aren't they like extremely di- i mean i haven't really played a lot of them since the third one but i'm pretty sure they've just gone out of their way to make stuff difficult that's in- yeah those are a little different i guess because kojima who makes those games is a bit of an auteur or the video game equivalent of an auteur but I, that's true i guess that they they do very break the fourth wall things or different things to make it more um bringing him up isn't either just a random point because uh him and Guillermo del Toro were going to make PT together. Yeah. As we said earlier, PT has really big relevance to Resident Evil 8. But oh, it does. Getting yeah. ahead of ourselves. So basically, they're just survival horror games that rely on a lot of body horror. They're the biggest kind of zombie game. We won the first ones. So to talk about more about movies, George A. Romero made the zombie that everyone knows today. So Night of the Living Dead in 1968. I think it was 1968 made the zombie that, you know, runs around runs around and eats people and you shoot it in the head. They took that idea, put a bunch of stuff from John Carpenter's The Thing, made a survival horror where a bunch of people are in a mansion trying to survive all these elements of, like, like mutations and bio-weapons and all that kind of yeah. stuff, you know? It's, it's interesting because with regards to games, I know they were very big, in, big influences from Sweet Home, I think it's the name that... Um... Capcom or a company made on the Nintendo Entertainment System. This is going back like 30 years now, nearly 40 years now. Um, and then Alone in the Dark, which was a, a PC game in the early 90s, which has a lot of the elements that Resident Evil has gameplay-wise, the fixed camera angles. Um, it's, it's actually quite... A, I wouldn't say it's straight-up frightening, but for the time it came out, it, just incidentally, if anyone wants some extracurricular reading, uh, there is playthroughs you can look of, uh, turn, uh, along the dark it's only like 90 minutes long it's, it's pretty... not a way to hype something up you know yeah I, like... a bit of uh what would you call it fun additional information there you go. some additional information for broader learning on the <laughs> no no not learning not learning broader not experience a, broader jam, fun more fun um it's only like an hour long or two hours long i only bring that up because it's it's it it was obviously a huge influence on Resident Evil. So, but what Resident Evil adds, I think, is uh, some of them unintentionally a bit of camp, but also the uh, they're like puzzle games almost. Like the yeah, no, puzzle that's the element I love about it. Like, it's a mystery, and and like even gameplay wise, you know, you're trying to find certain keys to get to certain places. There's lots of uh, it's it's like a it's a puzzle. It's it's like a mystery, and it's fun to solve the mystery, find the keys. You know, yeah, it's very satisfying. Like too, it's like. Something like Portal, but like very, very unnerving. You know, like yeah. the music is extremely unnerving. It the has the, music the, is like the a horror element. Thing. Yeah, it's so. um, they're very good games, but as time went on, people stopped buying them, or there was less and less it interest. It went from horror to an action. It did. Again, yeah. I think 
we're, 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 I'm describing it. We're just hitting it, describing it for people who haven't played it. <laughs> I feel like that's going to go out the window when we start talking about Village because I am not going to go through it bit by bit. I am going to talk freely. And I hope that people who are listening have played it or don't care because I am not going to have any. Well, this is primarily a film spoilers. podcast, I guess. So, so it's, it's for people, it's, um, I guess it's, it's a snapshot. I don't know. Like you how, haven't listened to the podcast before. No, I don't know I, I don't, what goes on in this show. <laughs> I don't know what goes like. I don't know. I don't know. Like what the crossover is. I guess it's it's cool. I, to... I, the films is just the name. I just do whatever I want. But that's fair. On a side note, the Resident Evil movies are really bad, and I'll talk about them some other day. But I don't have. I'm not, I'm not fucking Iris doing that at the minute. Like they're they're just bad. The first one, first two are fun, but like they become Mad Max, but. I just think you could do a whole podcast on like the, if you if you did a podcast on the entire series, it could be like a hundred hours long. There's so much to talk about. Um, like I don't think I could do every game and film because it's just too much of them. So much of them are bad as well. A lot of the games are just shite. Like yeah, like you said, there it's a bit like it's painful to say. It's a little like, like the Sonic series or stuff, stuff like know? this, where I'm a huge Sonic fan, but. There's like 150 games, and mm. I'd say maybe 30 or 40 of them are really good, and the rest are like shovelware. It's like that with a lot of stuff. It's like The Simpsons, it's like lots of stuff where the good stuff is probably the minority. Although, in the last few years, Capcom have, like I said, the series has evolved so much. So you have the original survival horrors, then you have the four, five, and six, which are more like action horror. By the time six came along, it was almost like pure on Hollywood action of, um... movie first person shooter ones as well like arcade games yeah Wii, outbreak a lot of nintendo exclusive stuff survivor like, uh, umbrella chronicles Switch. dark side chronicles yeah yeah that's it's a bad game where do you think, I I think like so, yeah I, which i don't know there's like three of them isn't there like umbrella chronicles there's there was operation raccoon city oh that's bad that's bad that's bad yeah yeah but uh i remember getting umbrella chronicles and it just you actually know what's the best one that's first person is um for the playstation 2 dead aim Dead, Dead Aim, Aim might be the one, yeah. yeah. Dead Aim. Dead Aim was great, though. I thought that was really good. I also liked the Outbreak games. I've never... Yeah, I should... There's a lot of them that I do want to play. Like, I, I'm... Like, I, we said at the very start, I'm big into my trophies. And uh, I do want to get... No, 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 no. That's such an understatement. Obsessed would be the right word. I'm obsessed with my trophies. And one of the... Unhealthy the, would be... <laughs> unhealthy obsession. What I wanted to do was, this Ooh. year... I wanted to try and get the platinum trophies for Resident Evil 1 through 8. Uh, I know Resident Evil 0 exists. I just don't really... I find it difficult, any of them outside the the 8. You know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. A lot of it because they, they, I think they fuck with canon. They don't really add too much. In They're my weird, opinion. yeah. Like So, like, and they get really goofy, you know. Um, zero is the one with your man Trevor or something, isn't it? The prisoner? Is his name Trevor? He's the guy in, that, like... In Resident Evil 0. Yeah, it wasn't zero about the oh, what's his name on the train? It's the I know the one you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember. I thought his name was Carlos, but that's Resident Evil Three, I think. Um, it's the one where he can keep shit like just like he has no pockets and stuff, and you know, I mean, that's what all the games. But it's that he runs around and like he's he's storing this mass amount of stuff on him. That's just like how the fuck is he carrying that? You know? Yeah, that's part of the fun, I guess. I think it's it's. I mean, Village has that as well, like that they attach AKs. They did, they went back to the fourth one. That's kind of, let's just go into it then. And I guess we're, we're getting too excited over Resident Evil yeah, in general. Yeah, like we'll talk about that in another time. Stay or... tuned for the Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 4. You, you can't make those announcements on here. You I can't, can't make say that as a guest. Um, I think just kind of go into it and like 
if you haven't played them, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to steam through this, like steamroll this and just let's start by saying, what the fuck was that? <laughs> no, no, it was good. Yeah. So it, it follows on Resident Evil Village is a direct sequel to Resident Evil 7. Yeah, Bio it's all Hazard. about Ethan. It follows Ethan Winters, yeah. It, it might be the most direct sequel any game in the series has ever been to a previous one. Where the hell am I? Well, yeah, you're not playing as some randomer. Like, they had this, again, if you're listening to this, you've probably played them, but it's like, you play as Chris, you play as Jill, then you play as Leon, you play as Claire, then back to Jill, back to Leon. Back. So it's it's got... Yeah, kind of it's the same characters that are sort of dueling between, yeah. yeah. And then Seven came along and... He plays Ethan Winters, who's this totally new character. He's just some dude. And at first, before I played Seven, I just assumed, oh, he's just some dude, uh, to make it appeal more to... What's the POV? He's meant to be just like an everyman. Yeah, just some regular, you know, guy. And then Eight follows on from his, you know, experiences in Seven, where he rescued his wife from this psychotic... which is the new villain, and it's all creepy. And, And Seven introduced this new thing where... It no longer is just uh, physical horror. It's not like just biological like mutations. It's like yeah, there's slasher horror, fuckery, there's and psychological horror, scanner stuff going on where it, like it gets into your body, but it gets into your brain and it uses parts of your brain to manipulate you. So there's lots of like ghosts, yeah, like ghost yeah, a lot of supernatural and... sort of. Well, not necessarily not. It's a, Resident Evil has never really been a supernatural thing. It's always been about the science of, you know, as opposed to like Silent Hill. They're getting as close to supernatural as I think. Yeah, seven and eight, eight especially. There's yeah, as close eight. to supernatural as the series has gotten, and uh, or like of released games. Um, but it always usually comes back to science. Uh, science that doesn't make sense. I think with it doesn't like, really this, make this sense. This new one, yeah. where it's just like they're werewolves. It's like. <laughs> Why though? I never yeah. got the whole werewolves, vampires, ghosts. I thought the the so on the new one they've basically taken the last game because they want to bring it back to Resident Evil, the scary game, and I think even like in the ad campaign for the seventh one they were like, like we're the masters of survival hard. We're gonna prove that to you right now with this new one. But the new one, uh, number eight, I mean, is all about gothic art. So seven they went in, they did grindhouse. Yeah, it's like um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's yeah, like, it's very uh, American style. You're the, in the Louisiana Bayou. Quote-unquote inbred family kind of thing. You know, that kind of... So it's a real, like, American horror, you know? And this one is all about... More European, yeah, gothic... Yeah, set in a fake European... Classical? Country. Not classic. I'd say classic kind of gothic. You've got yeah, the monster match Yeah, it always seems a bit pretentious to me to, to say it, but I, I guess that's... How dare you call me pretentious on my own? No, I, I mean, like, the actual term, like, this, this idea. I'm or european so i'm delighted that european is considered a classic but uh i i just well there's the classic movie monsters and gothic comes from basically being like because it's the gothic imagery of the castle and they are the classics because they are the og yeah monster mash guys you've got frankenstein you've got vampires you've got werewolves you got gilman you know no yeah. mummy though you have no mummies but uh i don't know somehow the seven or the ninth one will be set in egypt yeah and you're fighting a mummy or some shit like that so just a very quick background to what's happening in village we have ethan um who's has is married has a daughter rosemary uh, rosemary winters and she rosemary winters (laughs) winters Uh, rosemary winters and his mistress mia and he has to save them from evil eastern europeans 
Oh wait, are they? The Romania, I think. Well, fake, well, they never specifically. It's like Resident Evil Four, where they never say where they are, but you know it's Spain, and this year, no, it's Romania. Yeah. Well, I presume. Except everyone has an American, American accent, accent and which... that we can talk about this a little. Le- well, we can talk about this now. One of my biggest issues with the game: all the characters have American accents. I, I think they made that as a stylistic choice, so to be like, look, let's just go with it. It's really off-putting though, because you have all these American characters in this village. And all the villagers are like, hey, dude, and hey, man. Well, they're not that bad, but they're still all... Yeah, you can tell they're American. Ethan, why? It's just... And, like, when I was first playing through it, I... Like, I played the demo beforehand, and I... That just kept sticking out to me, because, again, Resident Evil 4 took place in Spain, and they made it really clear that it's in Spain. Characters speak Spanish. They even, like, the enemies would even announce what they're going to do in Spanish. Which, sorry? Isn't all the Spanish pure bollocks, though? Well, it's a Mexican dialect. I thought it was just like they were saying stuff that was not relevant or not scary. Oh no, apparently they do. Like in Spanish, they'll say to you behind you or on your right. They, they'll tell or they'll talk to each other about what right, they're planning, right, right, right. which is cool. It just so happened that it was in a Mexican dialect because obviously the, the localization was in America. So mm. it can, it's like if a game is set in Ireland and everyone has Australian accents or something, it's it's just a little silly. That, that means I've been speaking some Spanish since playing Resident Evil 4 because Data team, you get so used to them saying it that you start quoting yeah. it to people like as a joke oh, who played oh, it. Oh, but it's, yeah, 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 exactly, because it's creepy. But it like, is. <laughs> these poor Spanish people who I've probably been in passing and said that to is like, behind you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, but like, they went to the, see, I, I don't want to sound, like it didn't ruin the game for me or anything. I just noticed that in, in 8, they speak with American accents. And at first I thought, actually, there's a plot reason for this. I assumed what the story was going to be is that this village was perhaps made by Umbrella. A simulation. Yeah, it was, it was. I thought it was a simulation too. I just was trying to guess every fucking thing that was happening. As yeah, I thought we were on some sort of like, it was a village where the Umbrella Corporation, which is, of course, the, the evil corporation that makes the, the virus that makes the zombies, uh, was behind it. Uh, they had made it years ago. Yeah, so I assumed that's what the plot was going to be. It's not. It's actually quite interesting because it... it I was thinking back about the plot there, and I think it might mean that the villain in this, Mother Miranda, who is the one who kidnaps uh, Ethan's... You can't say any of the names of that, <laughs> like a dub. Mother Miranda and... <laughs> Mother uh, Miranda. Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Ethan. Um, she, she's not... Well, she, she's pretty malicious, but it's not like a world domination. It's... It's kind of a my, sad story, I guess. I want my but... daughter back. Resident Evil is constantly depressing when you Yeah, they're almost all sad. All the little notes of like, my best friend Jim has died. I remember when we were kids. Now I have to kill him. I'm going to die soon. It's like constantly you yeah, all the notes. Yeah, especially in the first game. I, there is a lot of um, sadness. And I, what I think is interesting is that the suggestion is that Mother Miranda is behind everything. That she is the instigator of the entire mm-hmm. series. Start, because... Yeah. She met Oswald Spencer, who went on to found Umbrella. She showed on the Megamycete, which is this uh, it's this giant fungal growth underground, which is where all Looks the viruses like that create the zombies and the flowers, that's all where it comes from. Um, I think how that's explained in the story... Oh, sorry, we're jumping around a bit, but the plot is... Uh, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't pl- like it's over it. Or free spirits. And the plot in Resident Evil has always been a bit wacko, but it's... If how you it's don't ex- read it, you're fucked. Like, yeah, if, it, if you it just can go... Get... Pl- like, the thing is with these games... You really have to be careful, and so many people miss out, I think, including myself, where it's like, you want to check, because it's a survival horror, you want to collect as many items and get as many clues. If you just kind of bomb it, or if you take a wrong turn, and you're into a cutscene, you're fucked. So you can't 
like especially if it's just go 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 so like in that last level when you're playing as chris and you're going through his lab if you go straight to the cage and think might there might be something in here you're into a cutscene, you're out of there and you've missed all that backstory yeah like, that's the only way you're gonna get it if, is if you go through everything and look at it you know and it's a great scene like just looking at all that stuff especially if you're a fan of a if you're yeah. a fan of the like the prior you know the prior it, com- it comes all together yeah where it's it's spooky even just looking at the photos and such um the little things in the um what are they can do or kdo or kdo i think or yeah could do that was it's, pretty it sounds it has a yeah. that sounds very um it has sort of a cajun or louisiana sound it seems like a very uh, you can fry them up in the pan you know <laughs> like it's a it's a new orleans delicacy yeah but it, it sort of has that sort of set that sort of what do you call it it has that sort of american south sound to it if you know yeah. what i mean that sort of caribbean sound the the name kaiju uh so we so, both find out that we're mispronouncing it it's pronounced completely it's pronounced kayo or something weird I, I thought that stuff was pretty disturbing because again if you read the um the little notes and if you if again i'm just i feel like there's no there's not going to be any structure with this it's just going to be all over the place but um the grossest one of the grossest like resident evil villains and there's a lot to be said at this series is um Mon- is it monroe um Amuro. Moro. When you read his, I mean, that's he's gross anyway. He's a fish man, but his mutations are gross. Didn't understand a fucking word he said. Didn't have the subtitles on. Yeah, so there's this whole cutscene, and I'm like, who? I have to get out. What's what? that? You know? What's he upset about? The fuck is wrong? no not a fucking clue but when you read his notes it's so gross because he's like oh i took a villager and um i put a uh a kudo. yeah kudo i found yeah in their in their tummy and the next day they were dead yeah just like oh this is some weird alien fucking what's interesting actually and i found out shit. if you beat the game and you unlock the once you beat the game you can unlock the um like extras menu where you can buy stuff you can buy concept art and all mm-hmm. and if you look at the concept art they actually give you some lore about different characters and all that uh what's really cool like they they explain moreau his back he has all these growths on his back that's actually his brain oh cool so he has actually the biggest brain out of the four there are four lords that serve mother miranda and moreau is the most hapless and the sort of like everyone hates him and everyone treats him really badly but he apparently has the biggest brain he's the smartest of them all but everyone just hates him yeah um, he's ugly and he's a bitch I don't know. It's it's you know what's really really funny, is the shade that she gives him, uh, Mother Miranda, in her lab. That made me laugh out loud. Like, you go through her four books of her children, so there's four enemies. It's like every Resident Evil game where it's yeah, like, there's like four lieutenants, like in most games it's nowadays. Most, yeah, you've got to beat all them, and you're basically climbing the ladder to the top. But in her lab, when you're playing as Chris, the bit I mentioned a minute ago, you're looking through each of these bosses that you've defeated. <laughs> but you go to his, and she's even written in the journal. You know, uh, no, it wasn't really a successful experiment. Uh, not very smart, you know, not great. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of... Oh. It's it's sad, but funny as well. It's kind of hilarious because he's a fucking evil, evil human being. They're all yeah. pretty... I mean, they're all victims, but like... They're yeah, all but they're, they're definitely complicit. Eventually, up. like they are... They need to be put down, I guess, that they they are dangerous. Well, they're um, like um, conspirators because they... And there's well, been a series they, of murders. They mention in some of the uh, the lo- that like uh, like uh, Lady D or Lady Dimitrescu, 
the vampire, the tall vampire lady, as the internet says, is um, the tall woman. There you go. Um, we need to talk a whole thing about her and <laughs> get to the bottom of that. You know, there's a lot of like a spate of murders that have been linked to her since like the fifties. So like they they've been doing bad things for a very no, long they're, time. No, they're pretty bad people. No matter what happened to them, because of Mother Miranda. I'll just call her Miranda because it sounds a bit... Miranda because it sounds a bit less formal. Um, right. But uh, let's talk about each of them then, will we? Sure, yeah. like the, You can do uh, them in order, really, or that yeah. they, they arrive yeah, in the game. Yeah, let's go in order. Well, I like the second one so much, but no, let's go in well, order. Well, we'd be saved the best for last. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, let's, we'll figure it out. Let's talk about Demetresque La- first. Lady D, yeah. So Lady D or Demetresque is interesting. Um. <sighs> That's a, that was a, that's a, the word that you use when you really don't know what to say. It's yeah. A, it's a, what's I have thing? some legitimate, re, like, n- nerdy reasons. And then I have some... Dirty. Yeah, well, like, literal nerdy. Uh, this is just shows how much of a nerd I am. Her surname, Dimitrescu, is pronounced Dimitrescu. And it sounds kind of French to me. The way it's spelled is the Romanian spelling of a Greek name. For some reason, that just I think it's interesting that they're just mashing together all different types of um, hmm. European... There we go, yeah. Hmm. High-quality inter- <laughs> uh, information you're getting here, or uh, uh, analysis. Um, what I think is interesting as well is her design, She or how she was marketed in the game. She was marketed... When I played this game originally, or I played the demo, what I assumed was going to happen is it would take place initially in... First of all, it would start in America, I did thought. You, did you think she was Jack? Not like Jack Jack, but like the new Jack. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I assumed what I assumed was going to happen was it would start in America. It doesn't in the game. And that Ethan has to go to Europe, quote unquote, somewhere in Europe, um to rescue his daughter. Um and that you would spend the first while of the game in the village and there would be some sort of head of the village. Mm-hmm. This sounds very familiar for anyone who knows, of course, to another Resident Evil game. Um Tall people. Tall people as well. Tall people should be feared. And then eventually you would, let's say, get past this person, like the head of the village, and then move on to the castle where most of the game or even the Mm -hmm. end of the game would take place. And Demetrius could be the villain of the entire game. Uh, Because the marketing seemed to give off that impression. She was all over the market. Yeah. And it was before people went, forgive the pun, tits up over. It was very good marketing. (laughs) That's terrible. It was it was good marketing, but because like, like she's a very unique character, like it's a very different design than almost all of Resident uh, Evils. Like I hated her her final form. Yeah, I, I she actually goes out of the game shockingly quickly. She's the first boss. Like, yeah, she, she literally. If you're not playing around, like not looking even on your first playthrough, if you're not being totally. Um, forensic with looking for collectibles or looking around you can like totally defeat her and she's gone in within the first like two hours of playing the game and that's yeah. it like it's pretty mad she um she has and her final form was pretty disappointing i was like oh i liked how it ended i like that you get she turns into a dragon which makes sense with the vampire connection but it's just kind of it, i thought it was too much i thought it was too much too soon and it gave me really bad flashbacks to resident evil 6 when it's a bit actiony yeah. it's a bit into a dinosaur the top. at the end of it you know yeah Bit, a bit much for the first one because her castle is very it, i actually really like the the so the four lords all have four very separate gameplay styles in addition to the different designs and demetresque is very similar to the original trilogy 
and to Resident Evil 7 where it's this interconnected world uh, there's someone stalking you yeah. you know Tress stalks you and her three daughters they've been who doing are, like, that for to of that way of like you're gonna wander around the area and you have to hide because they're constantly on the move they've done it with the remake they've done it with the classics but let's just talk about the remakes they did it with Resident Evil 2 with uh, Mr. X they did it with Resident Evil 3 with Nemesis which is the whole point of that game but then they did it with Jack like in, like a lot for yeah that game. in that was seven a lot yeah. of the first part of seven but and i guess in to a certain extent they do it with marguerite as well in the second house where she's sort of looking around now it's not she's not it's haunting not you much she's jack. more like a, a security camera type thing as opposed to actively looking yeah for you. well jack is like he'll he'll walk down the halls and i think the marketing really did in my opinion or, or my interpretation of it was going to be it's going to be a lot in the castle and she is the new jack and she's going to you'll defeat her and she'll come back and you'll defeat her again and she'll come back and then you go but no that wasn't it at all and um even her the moments when she's stalking really didn't have as much of an impact as the jack stuff did because it's a tighter space and yeah that's the i was actually i was thinking about that like um this is the fourth time now as you said because resident evil 7 did this and like you said some certain games beforehand had done it but in the new era of resident evil the the post you know re6 era um in resident evil 7 jack does it in resident evil 2 mr x does it which i personally think is where it's done the best mm-hmm. um or the most frightening now 2 was the first of the remakes like the new era that i, I played I think 2 did it the longest as well as in for like from oh for the entire se- two second middle of the game you're being stalked yeah like he comes back a lot now and and sure the third one is so the third one is so short yeah nemesis it's short so enough short and, and nemesis it, not often you know and it's pretty scripted when he... Now, Nemesis is slightly different where he's way more aggressive mm-hmm. than in the other games. The others are more like a slow, you like can a Michael them. Myers yeah, style sort of like, like march towards you. Whereas, yeah, it? it's... I was wondering when I when I realized that Demetrius... Because I, I went media blackout on this game. So I didn't, I didn't yeah. look at any of the... I looked at some of the trailers and that was it. I didn't know that she stalked you. And when I realized that she was... It is scary at first. I, I got I only saw the first trailer as well, and that was enough. I didn't actually really like the first trailer. I was like, the fucking werewolves, this is going to be shit. Yeah, I thought that was a little I was, weird. Yeah. I was going to play these away, though, but when the final kind of bit of the ad is her looking in the camera and basically being like, you know... Oh, Ethan Winters. Hello, Ethan. Blah, blah. It just seems so much like the Uncle Jack thing. Or, or Jack. I keep saying Uncle Jack because of Breaking Bad. Oh, you yeah. Know, the head of the neo-Nazis, but... Um, when he says the whole oh welcome to the family and that's how that trailer ends that's just what i assumed but uh really not the case i was playing this with my brother who had completed it first and i'm constantly guessing everything when he's there i don't want the answer i'm just guessing it so i can seem smart later on when i'm getting stalked by her in the castle you hear her high heels going around the castle i think somebody should make a mod of seven so for Jack, you can just hear high heels constantly <laughs> around the place. Oh, but it's a very, the RE engine that they all run on is a very um, moddable engine. So people have done all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. They've, they've turned her into Thomas the Tank Engine. They've I'm sure they've slightly darker into, things. Oh, let's talk about that for a minute. People's weird obsession. I don't get it at all. It's it's like people on the internet haven't seen a woman before. And it's really. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's funny. But it's funny when it's wholesome, but if people's whole thing is just like the big woman, big tits, it's just yeah, like, it's it's on. very interesting. Is yeah. what I'll say. I'll be very diplomatic about it and say very interesting That's the how people have reacted. That's weak to sauce of an answer. Weak sauce of an answer. Yeah, but That's I, the I, bitch answer. I can't burn too many bridges this early into my podcasting career. 
Don't want to be uh It's my whole third podcast. <laughs> but we won't get bogged down on that. Um disgraceful. It's a disgrace. Uh what is a disgrace is um I did I did feel that it, it's kind of a shame that the that Dimitrescu's castle, once you leave it, that's it. You're not going back. You can go back in to get the treasures and um that's about it. But like what did you think of the side villains of this? The zam quote unquote like the ghouls. Um because they so they play a big part in the castle. There's the bat, so like just to break it down, the go to instead of a zombie would be a werewolf in this, or the molded of the seven is now a werewolf, which they call a lichen. A lichen, yeah. Never explained why they're werewolves. It's just what happens when you put the oh, The Megamyces, yeah. I think they just explain that it just so happens that the Megamyces just happens to turn people if you're not a chosen one, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Um it turns you into a lichen. I kind of wish they had explained a bit more that like it just so ha- yeah they they explained that with a dog or something. They give you, know? you yeah they give you they do give scientific explanations like doing all the Resident Evil games. I'm sure they're not either they're not true or they're science that's taken to the next level where mm-hmm. theoretical. Um, and the explanation is just that it just so happens that they all turned into th- this specific strand yeah. of virus turns you into creatures that happen to be very gothic like yeah, vampires <laughs> maybe werewolves. they just realized that we're in europe you know? yeah it just so happens that um they're so, called lichens in the story though and i think that kind of rub and i thought they were great blowing like shooting them in the head blowing their heads off there's something no silver bullets that that's like there's something with these games that they have some of the most satisfying death animations. So when you can blow somebody's head clean off yeah. with a shotgun, that sounds pretty say Damascus, but no, like Oh no, yeah, I know what it's you're... like the fourth one did it and it was great. You're putting them out of their misery, so I wouldn't feel bad. <laughs> it's a justice. It's yeah, a exactly. justice thing. No, Am I not the merciful? remakes did it well, like the molded and the sorry, the seven did it with the mold and the remakes did it with the zombies, but um really irritating that they were a great villain, the lichens. Really cool. There was this really irritating thing that there's these ghoul characters that are basically just like they needed another villain in it, like a side villain, like that's reoccurring. That they're just, I thought they were so bad. They, they're these little ghouls. They come out of the basement in the castle. Or yeah. They What's were interesting, so weak. Um, again, that this is partly the concept art where they explain that all the characters in Demetresk's castle are all women. Yeah. They're all zombies. All the maids. They're all and women. Everything, yeah. Um, I think the men are turned into are just used for food, and then women the daughters are, are cool. That was they, they, that was. I thought they would be much bigger than they were. The witch, the daughters. Yeah, I I was a bit disappointed at how quickly you can get through them. They're not much. Yeah. They're not really characters. No, I thought they were. Again, I think it's it's not on the game though. It's more on our interpretation. Yeah, of, like we I, thought probably thought that they were going to be bosses to them. I would have thought that yeah, they were. They would be the lieutenants, mm-hmm. and Demetrescu would be the final boss. Yeah. But Demetrescu is the lieutenant, and they're just three very minor they're not even really mini boss well i suppose they're mini boss but they're not that difficult to fight they're little not even like they're like little cutscenes, not cutscenes, but they're like in a way little like, yeah rooms where you fight them yeah. they're interesting though it's, fun, it's, it's though. all very interesting yeah. you know it's a very all. fun game like I, I it's not a very hard game i don't think either and it's like yeah extremely uh i don't play games on hard mode because I'm, I'm shit at games so like i was playing it normal but like very rarely died if i died at one point the most it was the puzzle um when you're crossing the the lake or like the, yeah. the dam i was so bad at that like i just constantly was fucking up my timing but um it's genuinely a really fun game so even all these little side things there's a lot of side stuff that you could miss like lots of like 
fly to giant now or fight a giant dog and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot like stuff like the God of War, the, the new God of War or like um, still the Dark Souls that. games where there's lots of... You're still playing it? Yeah, still, still haven't. I, I have to stop. It kind of gives me a headache. It's a good game, the new God of War, but it's not like... Uh, yeah, it's seven or village feels like that in the sense like there are things like that where mm. you'll go back to an area and suddenly there's a mini boss there that you can fight and you can you can discover new things and it's yeah, not it, open world though do it's know. not open world but it, it's you open-ended know. yeah to a certain extent i don't think any resident evil game has ever really been open world um unless... seven seven was open-ended in the sense that like and that's what i liked about villages that with all the resident evil games or a lot of them there's a lot of backtracking that i need to go back here to get the key and if i go all the way back here i'll get an extra trophy or i'll get a yeah a treasure to sell Seven right. was really good for being like you're in a limited space and only up until a certain point of the game you can go all the way back if you wanted to. This one was better for it because you're a whole like a whole village. There's parts that you say that are cut off like the the, the castle. You can just wander around this whole village and just collect yeah. as much stuff as you want. And, and the village is a character in itself. Yeah. Like it's it's a um like the the four lords are, are connected by the this the eponymous village and as you go through the game you unlock more of the village and new enemies are introduced and you go to new parts like you come back like the game starts in the village and it ends in the village mm. um and it's interesting how diverse they can make it because it's all very bleak and sort of depressing it, I, lo- I loved how they finally kind of and, and this is one thing that i said with the remakes they want to make them scary again and they want to update them so you've got to be more realistic than back in the 90s and in the 2000s when they were like, these are games that's fine, but there's such cartoony elements. And I don't mean he punched a boulder or he jumped yeah. through a window. I'm talking about like the design and the costumes where it's like the 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 Japanese game designers kind of interpretation of like an American spy or, or stuff like that, where it's just like yeah. so outlandish. It's, a, so... it's, a, it's an interesting... Like it's a cool sort of depiction, but it is very. It takes, you can tell I think that it takes you out of it if you're going to be scared. Yeah. So when they did the village, there's people with paddy caps and everything, but there is like tractors and gas canisters and jeeps and modern technology is like and wheelie bins and stuff like that. It's better. It's not like uh, four where it's just like you've gone back in time. You've gone back to the 15th century or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even talking about the monks thing. That's because like they're divided. Yeah. Like That's, even the village at the start the of four is, is very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it was nice to get. It, these, yeah. It, village feels like it's a poor sort of more, I shouldn't say backward, but more primitive like area, but it's still nowadays. Like they have, yeah. it's not like you're running around on horses. I could or, believe that there's a place like that. Oh you know yeah, probably mean? yeah. I mean, it was pretty. Maybe not the American accents, but I could believe there's a place like that, you know. Yeah. But uh, what did you think of those side villains, though? Like the ghouls. I mean, the bats were cool. Um, but... I thought the bats were. I I love the sort of, especially when you first they introduced the bats, and it's very gothic. Like you're at the top of the castle, mm. and you're looking down. I think just a very quick aside. It's very interesting that you go into the castle during the day, like very early morning. I thought that was quite interesting um i thought it got better because this game has this thing and i'll talk about it more with my favorite part of the game but uh, yeah anytime you go anywhere it's like it's fine it's daylight most of the game is in daylight it's like no no you have to you're going down an elevator yeah <laughs> you're going somewhere it's just like do i really have to go like deep down into the earth so it's like you're going into cellars or like you're going up into an attic and you're fucked because it's like you know it's daylight it's fine it's like no no you're going yeah deep, it, it's deep into this that cellar but i thought in the castle was great 
Yeah. So the blood one, the dungeon. What? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. There's some great art direction. Um, I thought it was scary. I just thought there was a load of them. It was like the bit with the mold in the seven where you're like through the um, the furnace room or something, and they all start coming out of the walls. This one, they all start coming out of the cages. All of these servants, all the maids, and they're all basically ghouls. And it's like you're fucked. You know, you've got to run yeah. out of there. You know. I don't know how Ethan doesn't just shoot himself at the terror that he's put through. It would look really fucking morbid in POV putting the gun into your mouth. Yeah. I guess that um that's obviously the you know, how but she, you know, cares for his daughter, which I guess plays into the story. I, I like I remember I made fun of the character of Ethan a lot in the game, but uh, I like Ethan. I thought yeah. he was a like he's a good kind of connection. There's some very funny moments between him and Chris in this one where he's like Sure you are Ethan the way you know? The way Chris, I should say Chris Redfield, who goes back, obviously he was in the first Resident Evil, he's a staple. His of the, full name, his proper title. He He's a staple of the series, but, um, and he's always been a great, you know, good mm-hmm. guy. But in this game, I kind of felt like he comes off as really awful, like terrible. Yeah, I think to a certain He's a good degree, guy. Like, he's um, very misguided, you know? Like, he, yeah. I think I liked how they kind of, I mean, it was quick and it was cheesy but the whole bit when he lights a cigarette and he's like Whoa, when does this end god damn it when does it end what's that sir the mission all of it your man on the phone he's like oh when will what end it's like oh when will all this end you know it's been like this since 2017 i kind of wanted to be like what the fuck are you talking about 2017 you've been doing this since the 90s because i think it's kept up in its canon yeah it's content yeah like the first one takes place in 1998 even though it's from 96 but like every like this takes place in 2021 takes place in february 2021 yeah so they should be like his character should probably just be like oh my god i've been doing this for so fucking long that's just like i feel sorry for chris yeah like he he just seems like a like he's a very heroic character in the sense that he's given up his life to just he's he's not like the uh the leon uh character um Leon seems always that he's being dragged into these things. He's kind of like the John McClane, where he's like, not again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this weird shit follows me around. Chris has to seek it out. Yeah. Since the first anonymous, he seeks it out. And yeah, like, Leon job. has always been the more, not comedic, well, comedic to a certain extent, but the more cool sort of, you'll have to do better than that attitude and the sort of the cool guy. He's the action hero. Like yeah, whereas action. Chris is the more sort of, like, stoic, like, I'm going out here, I'm going to take these people mm-hmm. down um that's why i think there's such a fan base for leon because he has all the quips and he is the john mcclane i mean i i, I just meant, i only thought of that comparison now but i think it's probably a good one because it's so like this is not like i'm going to go protect the president's yeah. daughter or rescue her i didn't know there was going to be weird shit like the last I, time you know, resident four is based on yeah like there, there's lots of like very similar like motifs that are in die hard and such like it, it's a very I, he probably was based on him or he's based on him I think he's just an amalgamation of that kind of you know like yeah American that action hero action type thing that Chris you know? isn't where's everyone going bingo and Ethan certainly isn't Ethan in this game in, in 7 I guess an issue with I had with Ethan was he never really seemed to be too capable yeah or like stressed about what was going on or like no, he never seemed to react that much whereas in this game he's way more like horrified i i think i Especially think it's a matter of, of changing as well um seven was new ground so it's new format of like let's make him more scared i think seven did do a good job though where it's like he is very weirded out and he's doing the best kind of uh 
Oh, uh, trying to be cool about he's it. He's trying to save his wife and everything while it's going oh, on. Oh, the, the sort of is, like that's uh, pretty like, much what like I feel. But there is really good moments where he does freak out and uh, you know, especially the, the dinner table. And that's seven, but this one, they get his scare kind of uh, his his, men, his scared mentality a lot better. He's used to it, but he's still just like this moments in the game. He's it's kind of funny because he's just like, I can't believe this shit's happening again. But it's like you can really hear it in his voice. So he's yeah. just like, oh, God, not again. Ethan, you have to fix her. What the hell is this? Yeah, like they, they lamp shit. Like he, he, even he realizes like, well, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, the, yeah, it's happening all over again. Why? Mm. And he's just like, you can hear it in his voice, the sort of bitter anger and like sadness. He's like, oh, fuck this. I can't yeah, believe yeah, yeah. this is happening. I um, probably talked... Sorry, just back to the ghouls. I, I still have a rant about the ghouls. Oh, so yeah, go for it. They were fine, except they were used too much. I know there was budgetary constraints, and I'll, I'll bring that up when we talk about the other kind of levels, but not being able to blow their heads off was one of the most irritating things ever. And I know they probably wanted it to be like a bullet sponge kind of thing of like they're different than the, the lichens, but it just seemed like a bad gameplay choice to be like, a big fucking six foot werewolf and you know it's really fast and it'll fuck you up but i can blow its head off but a skeleton basically no no, no yeah no, it's it, impossible yeah? they felt for me they felt a lot like fodder and also uh i think i do think they're a massive improvement on the mold though i think the mold is kind of sucked i, I love the molding i hated the big well, fat I, sorry ones. i hated that all they had was molded that did kind of bother me i i and i, I don't think really... the molds are that scary they can be when they jump up on you, but that's not... Just their design isn't that scary. Now, I don't think the zombies... I think they look pretty horrific, but not in a scary way. Just in a, oh, I don't want to touch that. Um, they didn't find the lichens scary, though, either, you know? No, I actually found the lichens way more annoying. Like, whenever they grabbed me or something, I was, like, really angry. They were just too satisfying to kill. Though. They were like the villagers and stuff. Anything in four, you could just shoot it in the head. Yeah. It's so satisfying. But the zombies were cool. The remakes made them far too hard to kill. Very annoying at points, but still really impressive to be like they're not just fodder like you said yeah. it's not like this isn't nazi zombies this is very difficult to do like yeah like sometimes like, it's better to just ignore the enemies and just run away from them because oh yeah, you yeah. Need to say. but i have a bad habit of me yeah no, eight and less so but in the remakes in the other games it, although in this you can run past a lot of enemies. yeah yeah um, a lot of it i think like the um in the factory heisenberg's factory just the uh those enemies uh we talk about well, let's talk about him then, will we? Yeah, yeah, and okay. then we can finish in the. Uh, is there anything else to say about the castle? Uh, not really. Uh, I will. I will say just on the architecture of the castle, it wasn't as open as I thought it would be. Like, like physically open, like spatially open. Relatively, a lot of it's quite claustrophobic. Relatively, just like. Uh, it's quite small. You don't explore the whole castle. Kind of like straight lines that you yeah. kind of run through it, a series of rooms. You know. Yeah, it gives off a great Castlevania vibe, mm-hmm. but it's not as open. As oh my the- god, he said it! Brr, fucking send off alarms because you mentioned Castlevania. <laughs> a bunch of confetti will come down from the ceiling. Now. Castlevania and Sonic in a, in a resident. Oh my god! Podcast. In one in amazing. One thing, I'm gonna fucking come. <laughs> oh god, um, he said it, not me. Um, so yeah, the, I I thought that was interesting. Like, these aren't issues; they're just things I mm-hmm. noticed. I'm like, oh, this isn't. I don't really have much complaints for this. What I'm saying now is kind of like. Yeah, my biggest yeah, letdown with be the cast better, but I don't really have much. This is a pretty perfect game in my mind. It's one of my favorite Resident Evil so far. Yeah, I I think like part just because we were talking about Moreau earlier, just really quickly. I I think um, 
it, it that's a lot more puzzly, I guess, compared to. Oh, let's talk about Monroe then, because you know what? We're gonna leave the other second one to the last. We're gonna skip to the third one, and Monroe's really short as well. Yeah, it's it's relatively short. It's um, it's mostly just platforming and like. I thought uh, it was a lot of fun though. Although it, it's before you get to Monroe, actually, the part that I loved the most was the giant wolf that attacks you at the start, and you have to sneak through the buildings to get past it. Do you the remember guy with the hammer. What was his name again? Yeah. Oh well, this is the um, as soon as you you're in the middle central where the merchant is. I mean, you talk with the merchant at the end. Um, you're you're in the central zone, and then you go through the the door to go to Moreau, and then a giant black wolf just jumps up and grabs you. Oh yeah, it's the one on four legs though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's yeah, the yeah, there's a few of them. Of course, but yeah, there's a second yeah. one which I never actually found. I need to go back and get it. it it's when you go. I can't remember any of the characters. It's after but... Moreau. You go back to where Moreau is, isn't it? You can go back to... Well, I thought there was a few of them throughout the game, isn't there? Like... I don't know. I, I only know that first one. That, it's that's... the one that has like a prickled kind of back and... Um, yeah, it has... Like, I, for... Yeah, I know it, it does because if you go back to the woman that first lets you into her house... Yeah. The start the game, if you go back, you can get like a treasure there. There's one in the field, but it's filled with spikes. So when you're in the field, you'll see spikes. Like not spikes in its back, like literally somebody has stabbed it a bunch of times with uh, spears. So if you look in the cornfield, you'll see all these spikes sticking out of the cornfield, but you won't see it. So oh. like Jaws almost, you know, you see it kind of walking around. So you kill that and you'll get something, you know. Uh, I'll have to yeah. do that, yeah. I need to. There's a few things. I, I'm surprised the amount of stuff I seem to have missed, which is really cool to go back and. Because I was with my brother, he just kept telling me, go back and do this. And oh, and right. Do that. Yeah, yeah. So I, it was good because I wasn't going to be like, I am going to replay it, but like. When but I the have plot, time yeah. to do it, I'll just go back and like I I just like doing it within the first playthrough of the game if if I'm not you know if I have the time you know because you're yeah. getting the shit that you can sell or use or more you know ammo or whatever. Yeah, that that's um, about that wolf. Um, when you start that that level, like to really highlight how different the four areas are, I thought the pacing for the most part was actually really good. I I, I finished it over like a week. Wouldn't play it until the night. I thought pacing was really, really good. Like, yeah. Other than the nights that I was just like, oh, I could fucking have a headache. You know? That's irrelevant though. But it, like, that was the only thing preventing me from like, from like, like the games. Like the pacing was perfect. It was literally on my end just being like, ah oh, man, my fucking head is fried. And it's not that the game was giving me a headache like other games have in the past. It genuinely was just like, this is flowing really, really well. Like, and it, And it is one of those games like every other game that you said, it's like you got to, take down a certain amount of like enemies like your tenants to get to the top it's never boring with resident evil though it's always yeah. something different you know what i mean like the first the the, the demetrasks area is like i said it's um like a puzzle it's a close it's an interconnected world the second we'll talk about it at the end we were hyping up the second but it's all worth all the hype it's so good. um so good. the third is morose which as i said starts off with the wolf basically stalking you and yeah. you're just hiding in these buildings and it's like a hunt and you're yeah. hunting each other um then goes into the um underground into like the dam isn't it yeah there's there's a bit of combat there's a bit of it's mostly pretty linear and then you just go around get one or two items and then you get the boat and you go out onto this uh sort of dam and you just need to jump across it's more like a puzzle um then you have a boss fight i have a few things to say about that because uh yeah i i died on this area on my first playthrough if you didn't count the deaths tomorrow like just like the one hit kills because you did the puzzle wrong mm. or you did such and such wrong. I only died once and it was to Miranda at the very end. Yeah, that was very similar to my one as well, that it was Miranda a lot of times at the end, but not like a, like a ridiculous amount because there's been games where I've played it to the point where I'm like, 
this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was genuinely entertaining, but I died a lot with just the puzzle of, of Monroe, Monroe's puzzle. Like, that game, like, I was... Sorry. Side note. The opening in this game is fucking amazing. So it's this animation like Coraline oh yeah the actual yeah oh, it was so good I, I thought it was a different game when I was first playing I was like what the fuck is this because it was so it was like that game Little Nightmares it reminded me a yeah lot of it's Little unlike Nightmares. anything it's like um it's also like uh what's he called it's a very weird reference the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows oh no exactly yeah yeah my brother turned to me and said that when he was like oh it's just the Deathly Hallows you know he just it's so much like it's that very scene. unlike anything but it's it's really cool it's it like, looks great. Like it really looks. Yeah, it looks interesting. and it, it really gets into you that this is a more uh, mythological or more like supernatural. Again, it's not. It's all science based, still, but what, it's a what more. What it is is like a fairy tale. Yeah, it's a lot more like, and it ties into yeah. the story at the very end. It's it's. Um, yeah, I'd love that ending. I thought that was so cool. When I saw that, because I, I I was watching the ending and I thought, oh, that's it, and then that the actual ending comes on. I'm like, oh, that's that was real bitter. That's good. We'll t- we'll talk about that at the end, but like. When the fish came out, because it's a fairy tale book, basically presenting all the bad guys in in like it's a, like a classic, like it's kind of a cliche, but I always enjoy, you know, when they yeah. explain the lore ahead of stuff. Then the fish king appeared and offered one of his many fins. When the fish jumped out, I was like, "Oh, there's going to be a giant fish in this game," and I have a real issue with them because there's way too many of them in the Resident Evil games, where it's a stable to the point where I played the Evil Within, not a good game, the first one. Made by Shinji Mikami, yeah. Yeah, the guy isn't he? He made the fourth he, Resident Evil. Yeah, he was. He made the first four. Yeah. Well, sorry, he was the. He made four. He was the series producer, so he's the father of Resident Evil. Evil Within, not a very good game though. Uh, maybe I'll go back and play it more. But I heard the second one was good. I never played it, but stopped playing that game when I was getting fed up with it. It was too much like Resident Evil Four. But when it got to the point where there was a giant fish, I was like, okay, that's me out. I'm not fucking continuing this. Way too much of them in. The whole Resident Evils. People have this big fucking hard on fucking fanboy thing over the guy in the fourth one. The Delago. Fish. Yeah. What the fuck is with that? He was I love fine. Delago. He was just a giant fish though. I yeah, but I love I love the one in one and the one in four. The one in one is horrifying. The giant shark, zombie shark. Give me the the guy from House of the Dead too. The with the, the fucking hydrophant. Oh. I think yeah. his name is yeah. yeah, but the beating heart. Yeah, he's amphibian, I guess. But oh jeez. <laughs> No, no, I know what you mean. I don't have an issue with it, but I, I know what you mean. I think in Resident Evil 1, there's the shark. Resident Evil 2, there's the crocodile. Resident Evil 3, I'm not sure. 4 has Delago. 5 has Irving when he transforms. Hmm. 6 does as well, actually. 7 doesn't, I don't think. 8 no, does. 6, Um, a lot of that has been... Rep- not repressed, but like I've forgotten because it's just yeah. so much shit in that game. And I don't mean shit... Well, it's a bad game, but like... There's Invisible so Sharks. I haven't played it myself, but I... I I must replay it actually. I don't really want to, but I'll, I'll probably. You never know, it. like. For the sake of science, you know? Uh, but, anyways, we won't get bogged down in six. We're um, here to talk yeah, about Yeah, that's a whole eight. fucking other story. That's a whole other rant. Uh, um, I thought your man was. was Changed my opinion of it, though. Like, fish, you know? Yeah, they can be. <laughs> fish, I'm okay with. I find fish scary. I've said this on the podcast before. Not actual fish. I'm not scared of, like, fucking. Yeah, like the thassalophobia, that thing where, like, the fear of something big down in the water with you yeah and then the the like i don't like bugs i fucking hate bugs but like the uh insect kind of life or the 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 bottom kind of dwelling fish like the 
the parasite stuff and like yeah the, the, oh, the bit in the game underwater like, is there are lots of real life very creepy and disturbing real life resident evil shit you know but like when he opened the, in the game is a bit that like Monroe is a very close character but when you open up the um, control panel ah stinks yeah and all the stuff the goo There's, like, and all, all these worms fucking worms and all these water worms and what are they called the um they have big fucking teeth real things now they oh have... uh eels no um no, no. um if there was a fucking bunch of eagles in there that's almost comical they spring out like fucking uh what's the uh the peanut brittle thing in spongebob the the snakes in a can yeah um to, oh, i'm trying to think of what you think see, slow, not slow um leeches no no they're they're like worms with te- they, they have bobbit teeth. worms and stuff they've got two teeth in the top two teeth on the bottom they're like uh not the sand strikers or i'm gonna look this up man yeah that's, that's... Up. um monroe though i think just uh i'll leave this in uh monroe changed my opinion on them though but like that bit really fucking grossed me up though whatever they are i'm gonna find out what they are now yeah it plays up know. to a lot of the common phobias i guess that you have um like it was it was a good um it's a short enough uh section as well the game itself is pretty short you can beat it in less than three hours like so trophy breeding in less than three hours um so i i, I think it, it flows um well enough uh you, you do fight moreau on land after that um the boss fight's fine it's the usual resident evil fair you just shoot him a lot um and then you clear moreau and you move on to heisenberg who is sorry is it a ragworm it might be a rag i'm looking up here i think it's a ragworm there's there's oh man, i thought <laughs> are you sure it's not the bobbit worm the what worm bobbit b-o-b-b-i-t or the sand striker well, now, they I don't have a brain worm is coming up here man i regret looking this up so sand strikers are scary they don't have eyes or a brain they just react to movement and they just eat it that is some fucking nightmare yeah and they're they can be up to like fifteen feet long, but you don't see. Oh no, no, that's not it. But this is equally unpleasant. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I'm not bombshell. Down. Um, that is like that to me. Really fucking. That was creepy. Like that whole like just because it was icky. You know that. Yeah. Kind of gross. But Monroe himself, you read all of his documents, and he's gross. But uh, it was a really fun puzzle. Now this is something my brother said about that level. That feels really apparent. The budget was cut. And it hurt that level the most. Or they just didn't have the budget to do what they wanted to do. And supposedly, there was meant to be mermen in that level. Oh, really? I am never going to see a merman. Ever. Dude, be thankful. Those things are terrifying. If that was the case, that would have scared the shit out of me. I fucking hate mermen. I don't know if you've ever seen Cabin in the Woods. The merman thing in that was really fucking... Like, really got to me. Especially because he kills like a very beloved character in that you know um will i take my chance to google this? yeah yeah no look it up look it up i thought you'd see at least seen the kill count or something but when he kills um who is it bradley walsh is it or not bradley walsh what the fuck am i talking about the chase guy oh that's a very because there's mermen in castlevania but they're a little more actual mermen like they just look like people with fish heads and it's pretty funny actually um yeah, he kills uh, the merman kills Bradley Whitford in it, and it's like a really kind of like it's funny, but it's still fucked up. But if they had oh put, yeah yeah I see what you mean. If Oof. they had put merman in it, I genuinely would have been creeped out by that. Or like 
I like all the Cthulhu kind of stuff. So fish people, Dagon, all that weird shit is kind of cool. So yeah, the stuff people that sort of breaks your brain a bit. Yeah. What they could have at least done, because there's no side villains in this, except a few werewolves in like, very out of place, I thought, the werewolves just to be in a little kind of cave. Cause it seems yeah, like... that, I thought that was weird. Yeah, it, I, I thought Heisenberg was the one behind all the, the yeah. lichens, but Moreau, apparently. That, I, I Now that you say it, yeah, that probably would have made sense for Merman to be in there or something. Or, or at least change the lichens for the particular area to have barnacles on them Yeah, to be infected with the weird goo. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to or see, have worms yeah. coming out of them. At least the ghouls covered in barnacles. Yeah. But just give me the Davy Jones villains from Pirates. Let yeah, even, them, even you know? in real life, in the development of the game, Moreau lost out completely. <laughs> yeah. He was he was good, though. He was good. I should have fucking watched them with the subtitles on. They had no fucking clue. Like, what, what are you saying? But it was quick, you know? So uh, do you have anything else to say about him? Or... Um, I don't know. It, his boss fight's fine. I... I just a very quick the only thing i will say i think his design reminds me a lot of lisa trevor oh from... yeah oh yeah i thought so. when he's turning um so he's big fish and then he's back into man and then he turns into weird big fish half man thing but yeah the bit when he's the in-between and he's talking and he's talking to you i look so like, this is 100 percent yeah. in fact what i thought was going to happen was they were going to make a connection to that and be like oh this is the same i think there is one unspokenly yeah. though because they're both in kind of constant pain in a way yeah i got that vibe that they were like i wouldn't that's the trevor thing is one of the, the most horrific oh yeah it's done. really like um for anyone who's not where she i won't I, do, I actually don't want to give her story away uh on the podcast but we'll leave it for the other like, yeah the she's resident from the first resident evil, evil yeah. a re, the remake of the first resident evil but her design in that and moreau's in this were so similar that and again at this point i still thought that they were doing the whole umbrella made this city mm-hmm. thing or village thing so i thought oh there's going to be a huge connection here that's all going to link back to the first game it still could in resident evil 9 i guess and 8 does do a lot to bring bridge them but um when i saw that i thought that was cool that mm-hmm. they're, they're making that connection um cool in the sense of like a fanboy way it's obviously horrifying and disgusting but uh, like tendrils not coming out of your back. Yeah, it's, not, it's hunched it's, over and and constant. Like, they're different they, types of horror. Yeah, yeah like the first the, one is more like the, the agony of, of yeah. this thing. You know, like three is like Moreau is like body horror. The second we'll talk about that at the end is more like psychological horror. The first, sorry, just not. To, I didn't mean to cut you off. I completely forgot to mention this. We're talking villain by villain. What did you think of the whole setup of that? The daughter had been cut up oh yeah that, that's like, yeah that's why we're going after the four villains yeah you're it collecting is, it is her physically though isn't it yeah it's yeah, it's her yeah, legs her head spot like we've already spoiled the game uh evelyn who is the bad guy of seven who i loved thought that was really fucking disturbing and scary when she's the old woman yeah why does and, everyone hate me it's yeah really uncomfortable <laughs> and then her singing and teleporting and so basically evelyn was made from the megamycid and rose is basically uh like an offshoot of evelyn yeah made by ethan because he died in the first in seven yeah but because he had by the time he had already gotten into the the baker estate mm-hmm. he was so infected and like by the 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 mold that it actually just revived him and yeah. he was none the wise that's why he's able to you know famously reattach his hand <sighs> That, yeah, that was a huge thing that I fucking hated until it was... Because I said it to my... Because he watched me play it. And my brother was like, why did you think of that? When 
uh, tall lady. Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu cuts your hand off. And I thought the scene was hilarious at first. I was like, I was like, this is cool, but what are they going to do now? Is he going to get infected with something else? Because it made perfect sense in the seventh game for why he's reattaching his limbs is because he is infected, and then I think he cures himself. But he can't. I'm pretty sure that's happened in the seventh one, isn't it? Yeah, because he uses one on... Well, I, how I assumed was, I thought it was the first aid gel that was doing it at first. But I thought that was too campy or something. Yeah, I thought I thought it was just a bit of a, a tongue-in-cheek sort of bit of fun. You know, like Heisenberg says later, and it's a reference to the fifth one, that pun- that boulder-punching asshole. That line a lot of people liked. I thought it was, was funny, but... Like, it's very out of place, I think. It was it's funny. completely out of but place. But I was like, like, would you actually say that? How does he know Chris did that? Um, I don't know. He maybe he's he's immortal too, I guess. But like, maybe he was the helicopter all along. He was the boulder man. He was the boulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when he, because he just he pours like it looks like super glue really half the time. Um, yeah. And he glues his hand back on because Demetrius cuts it clean off. My brother said to me, and I knew like I was like, there's something going on here. You're gonna get infected, or you are infected. So I had basically made that guess and that call. I was right, but. He was like, oh, it's just, it's a tongue-in-cheek reference to how you could heal yourself in the old games. I was like, that's fine, but, like, they shouldn't have made it that apparent. Like, my fucking fingers were cut off in the, earlier in the game. Ethan's fingers get bitten off. They're not fucking growing back. Or, like, yeah. You're gluing your hand back on, but it's, it's, he's pure mold. So that's why when he cures himself, he doesn't really cure himself because he's dead. He's pure mold. Like, and uh, creepily enough. Did he have sex with Mia? Did she have sex with a man like Moldy Ethan? And that's what made Rose. Well, yeah. See, I from what I understand, the 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 story is that like in the seventh game, so Ethan dies in the seventh game within the first like thirty minutes when you know Jack says you know welcome to the family and he stomps him. That's it, him dead. But the molded has already infected Ethan to the point where he can live through it, and so he goes through the seventh game, um, rescues Mia. They have rows together, and then I presume I maybe Mia's are also infected, or um, Mia was cured. I but think she may not just point. be dead. Yeah, she's maybe still alive, and she was cured, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe because of the molded being made from Evelyn into Ethan, into Mia, into Rose, Rose is viewed as like the next generation Evelyn. Um, oh, I know. I think that's the case, but I think there's like a purification when it passes through to so many people. I just think it's very funny the idea that Mia reveals in it like to Chris and to the audience that Ethan has been dead and she knows that he's dead but it's like you haven't sex with him you know like all this time yeah which I'm not I'm like I'm not like a big fucking weird prude but like he's perfectly normal throughout it but it's it's a funny thing to go back and yeah think of, you know? my my issue with that is it's not a huge thing it just raises a few questions like would if you were doing medical tests, would they know that he's dead, or would everything look fine? Like I know Demetresk says that his blood is stale. Yeah. Um, which at the time I thought was just a joke. But I didn't didn't cop that. Yeah, the, I I when I heard that I thought oh that's pretty funny, and then I was like oh she's tasting yeah. the mold or you know that that's must be what they're testing him for because they know they must know that he's dead, um, and that's obviously why he's able to survive. That's why he has such the high such a high pain tolerance. There's a lot of by the way, if anyone's afraid of needles and such. Right. Don't know if you if I'd recommend this game. There's lots of items, sharp items being inserted in and out of his hands. I don't think if you have a problem with your, I was about to say if you have a problem with your body, that's when it's really fucked up. If you have an issue with body hard, then this game's definitely not working for you. Like these, yeah, these there's a lot of um, the thing sharp things just being. Yeah, I mean they're all built off like George Romero's zombie movies, 
the thing by John Carpenter, any David Cronenberg thing, you know, like the fly or or scanners or anything yeah. like that. So if you do not like body hard, you're fucked if you're playing this game. But uh, or you might, yeah, that's uh, it's. I guess that's part of the. I think it's great. I think it's form, really good. I, yeah. It's very gross though. It's gotten. And I like. I'm a big gore fan, but like, I think they really outdid themselves with this one. That are like, all I'm thinking is, all you can go is up. I want to see more gross shit going further. Like, because it's it's only like, like, it's cool. Like, I I really appreciate how gross and yeah. The, that 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 revelation was cool that Ethan's been dead the entire time and that that's how he's able to survive all the things that he does. I gotta keep going. It does, like I say, like literal issues, I guess, what people notice, or what if he cut himself generally with that just heal, or the big one as well, um, which I, I I can't really bring this up. I should make a note to bring it up at the end because it'll spoil the second one and the last boss mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, so before we get to that, I guess we should talk about Heisenberg, who's the... Yeah, I think we do. We finished talking about Moreau. God, this, I feel bad for anyone listening to this. Just so all over the place. Well, yeah, we? we're both doing this off the cuff, as I'm sure you can tell. We're yeah. we're, we're free spirits, as I we're said. We're drunk. Uh, Heisenberg is the fourth. He uh, 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 uh. Carl Heisenberg with a K. Is that his <laughs> He's first name? Named like my name. Yeah, that's what I did when I saw it on the TV. Oh, I didn't know his name. Yeah. Um, Carl Heisenberg with a K is the fourth of the lords. He's actually the first that you come across. Mm. Um. And he has a very interesting ability where, he, first of all, he's the most human of all of them. He just seems like a regular guy. Um, his voice, I don't know, I should have checked this. He sounds exactly like Nikolai from Resident Evil 3 Remake. Did you notice that? I thought he sounded exactly like Keanu Reeves. And I'm not even joking. I'm not saying that was like a meme. I genuinely thought... He he has a very distinctive voice. Not, I'm just not saying about Keanu, like Heisenberg in the game. When Keanu Reeves does like a voice like that, I feel like I'll try to make a comparison in the edit of this if I can find it. But I genuinely thought like, this just sounds like a guy doing a Keanu Reeves impersonation. And he's very, like I remember just impersonating the entire time throughout the game, you know, when yeah. he's playing it, you know, but I, like very distinct voice. You and me, then. Together, we go save Rose and then we can use her. To grind Miranda into paste. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. I thought he was. A, I thought he was a really cool character, though. I liked him. I thought his ability is really interesting. Like yeah. he, he's a, he, like he, he's magnetized. I guess he controls metal, and he can just like he captures you by like shoving scrap metal and rocks mm-hmm. against you. Like it's a very uh, Ebony Ma from the Avengers. That's my first kind of thought yeah. process, you know, in the opening of that movie in Infinity War. That's what came to my yeah. mind. Um, but he's not played by uh, Tom Von Lawler. I'm doing a little prayer hand because he's not dead though. I don't know why I'm looking up. Yeah, that's the last level was was interesting with its twists and turns in regards to like he doesn't agree with the main plot. Yeah, he's he's, he's breaking free. Like he he knows he's a victim. The other three seem yeah. to be because um... he's the smartest. He's the, he's yeah. the best out of all of them. They say it in like in the journals that he's the best, but he keeps referring to himself as a freedom fighter. And, yeah, uh, I think that's a really funny thing. And it's like I like I wonder what his life was like beforehand. You know? Yeah, like I imagine he's like some sort of mechanic or engineer, but like he lives in the factory. And throughout it, you're basically this is another one of those classic. So we've had the the vampires, the werewolves, and the fishman. Oh, and just a brief thing about uh, Demetrius. The whole drinking blood is built into her. 
Probably into the store. Yeah, there's that. a reason for it, yeah. She needs to drink. She needs it. And that's why she's so tall, because of the, the virus has led to her like really fast metabolism. Yeah. She just is really tall, needs to constantly consume meat, and, like and, flesh and yeah, blood. And then the daughters are like uh insects that collected on dead bodies of tree girls, then there was nothing but the insects. Then they became Yeah, the, like the support. Very cool, cool yeah. stuff, you know, it's interesting stuff, but with Heisenberg, um, he is basically the mad scientist of the like Monster Mash, and he's made a bunch of Frankenstein's. And like you know, you find out later in the game, it's because he's raising this army to fight Miranda. So that was a cool reveal. That was something different. The last kind of the people have a lot of negative things to say about the factory. I liked it. I thought all the monsters I, were cool. I, you know, yeah. The thing about Resident Evil, and this again is like the entire series covers this, but the remakes in particular. They seem to have a big issue where for Resident Evil, usually the first two thirds of the game or particularly the first quarter of the game are brilliant in mm-hmm. all of them. Um, and as you get to near the end, things start to get a bit fall apart a bit. Yeah. yeah, Either it gets too actiony or it gets too linear or it gets too... It's just, I don't know what it is. They just don't seem to be able to carry it the whole way to the end. Yeah. Maybe they just can't. Maybe it just can't carry that sort of gameplay style that long. Um, so the the factory is... It's like an industrial area. I understand that some people might think, oh, it's just sort of grimy, brown and gray everywhere. I thought the enemies were actually kind of creepy. Um, I thought they were cool. I think... The they're game... a little silly, I guess, that they have like drills in their arms and lasers. And... I, I thought it was like it suited... But the... like they're scared, especially in the dark and you just see them marching towards you. They like... all have German names as well. To yes. I, I want to credit as well the, uh, the fact that he's called Heisenberg and I never really thought of Breaking Bad. It, it, like that has not been associated with the show rather than the guy you know what i mean Some yeah rather than you know like, i did think of it th- that was the first thing i thought but it was one but then it didn't it then didn't, i didn't keep yeah. thinking about it yeah, i immediately it was went, like okay yeah. this is heisenberg yeah. i really thought breaking bad had taken that and, and you know what did you think about the infamous i don't know if you heard about the the zombie with the propeller head i liked him i thought he was fine i know I there thought, was the whole controversy that um that it was in another the army of frankenstein and yeah. i'll say it right now that movie fucking sucked that was a yeah shit movie, i just yeah. think it's a very i haven't seen the film but i think it's a very unique again for, it's a zombie with a propeller on his head and what's funny is you find a lore piece that says that he actually because those blades are actually chainsaw blades oh yeah so um, it's another chain that might like my brother turned to me and was like oh it's you didn't think there was not going to be a chainsaw thing in resident evil did you and i was yeah like, oh, fuck, yeah i guess not you know it's um it's a when I first saw him, actually, I thought he was way bigger than he actually is. Mm-hmm. I, I first saw him and I was like, what the fuck? I was looking at I was like, that is the weirdest looking thing ever. And it kind of, it didn't like straight up scare me, but I there was this real eeriness to it. And I was like, oh, I need to, this guy is scary. And I do think the fight against him when you find him, he's actually about your height, which is funny. There's a weird, they do a trick with the perspective. So when you do first see him, it does look like he's 10 times bigger than you, but mm-hmm. he's actually not. Um, the fight with him is actually really scary, I think, because... It's really close co- combat. It might yeah, actually be a little it's too a lot close. Of fun because you need to be like, you've got to make him break down all the walls and stuff first. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, I thought that was cool. I liked that fight in the sense that I thought it was scary, but and like thrilling. I sort of feel though that maybe the arena that you're in is too small. Like I don't know. At certain points, it's like, are you able to do this without getting hit? Like it really seems like it's really close. Then maybe that's what they wanted, but it just seemed like. I wasn't really sure. What am I supposed to do to Keeps not... Keeps it short, though. Like it, it, it's, it's not like... too long, yeah. Yeah, I think... Just with his design, though, I don't think that was any problem. Like, that movie is fucking shite. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, 
that movie had a lot of potential um but I, I guess it's just that the idea that they may have plagiarized from it because it's such a unique design. I know. I, I don't even think because that movie is made of all these Frankenstein's. But I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think it's fair for people who, who think it's plagiarism. But I don't know. Like a propeller on like a zombie's head, especially because it's Resident Evil, where it's like they'll do anything, and and they've thought of weirder stuff than that. I feel like it would be such a weird one for them to plagiarize to be like. We're gonna take this idea from a very obscure movie. What, what's it called again? Like Frank, Frankenstein's Army. I yeah, think I think it's like eight years old now or something. It's not like I really was looking forward to it. There's cool designs in it, but it's not a good movie. But um, I don't know. It just seems like the Resident Evil people could steal that. They've already come up with weirder shit themselves. I don't know if they needed to steal from the. You yeah, know what I mean? maybe. You yeah, know? but I, I, it's I a cannot... fair argument. I just don't think anything should come about these, and not just because I like Resident Evil, but because it's like it's very vague you know what i mean it's a vague idea it's almost like how dare you put a zombie in your thing i own like i have a zombie in yeah my, that's like come on you, know, you can't put werewolves in it the wolfman exists like no like it's it's i can i can see it but i, I don't necessarily agree with yeah, it. yeah you don't think it's as big a deal as yeah there was like the the other villains that were cool like i'd never fought them it was one of the things that i saw walking down i was like no fuck that it was the one that's entirely in armor looks like something like out of uh like it looks like a fucking transformer, really, you know. It's... Oh yeah, the jetpack ones. No, the they were. Kind of, I kind of laughed at them. They were pretty uh, funny, yeah. But They're... no, it was a huge one. It like really bulky, looked like Big Daddy from uh, Bioshock. Oh, it's when you're going through the up the stairs, I think, isn't it? And he's just standing there. There's two of them, yeah. The two of them come. Out. I didn't fight either of them. I was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. So yeah, I, had... the, I know the ones you talk about. They're not too bad. They just take so much ammo. Like yeah, they're just no, that's pounding why I They're all German names, isn't it? As well? Yeah, like, the, I didn't actually make that connection now until Panzer you said the Sturm like... and Heisenberg and yeah, it's because it, he's based on Frankenstein, from what I understand. Yeah. Again, uh, it's a very so again. The first game, the first Dimitrescu area again is the very classic gothic vampire yeah. horror. Uh, Moreau is the body horror. This is the more sort of industrial age of science gone amok horror. Steampunk kind of. Uh, yeah. yeah. And two, uh, the second area is the psychological horror. The, like, yeah. Um, so Heisenberg's area, I don't think it was as bad. It's probably my least favorite of the four. Um, it was very, again, they have the they're 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 very different they're very different to the point where i think even more so than some of the other resident evils where it's like the only thing i didn't like about this one is uh i found it very satisfying all the puzzles and everything but the fucking ghouls in it again just didn't make sense to be there because they're in little togas and they just have like a little uh x-men visor yeah yeah you know, cyclops kind of visor and i'm like that's it probably like comes off unintentionally a little silly or i mean it's just it's just lazy they should have been an entirely di- why are they in little togas they just look like they took the old ones which they did from the game you know yeah. repurposed them very very slightly and not enough you know this is yeah it's it's where it's at that point in the game as well where if you've been playing the resident evil games for as long as we have you start to see through the technique so it, it almost plays beat for beat like the regenerators it's, it's... It's not a complaint though because it is like. Oh, um, so it's it's a great. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason people use it all the time, but you just start to like you go you see the enemy, you see the silhouette. Like Heather introduced is quite good. He's yeah. trapped up to a chair, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of creepy. Um, oh no, those ones with the bigger ones. I thought they were fine. I'm talking about the smaller, skinny ones that you fight oh, throughout the game. Yeah, I know the ones you talk about. Yeah, they I, sucked. They they were really bad because all they were was the same. They're one just until boring, you Shoot yeah. their little visor off, and then they're exactly the same, and it's like. This is so lazy. Just give me more of the bigger guys. I don't care if there's 
too much of them. I don't want to fight the Toga fucking Ren. Yeah, I know. It's That's stupid. It, like they just didn't make sense to be there. What did you think of the final, final, the final boss and the little Mexu? The Mexu. I thought that was gameplay wise i actually really enjoyed it that's a lot of fun when you yeah. have a gun that's like it was satisfying to just pound yeah. yeah to trash away at them story-wise i thought it was pretty hilarious but i had no problems with it. i just thought what was yeah. he doing keeping it around <laughs> i turned my brain off yeah in the whole it's oh it's all like uh what was it polycarbonate or whatever the fuck it is oh that they explain polycarbonate yeah. type but it's like what maybe an alloy or something <laughs> weird yeah why it's, yeah why would you keep it there why would you keep it's like when she has the blade in the castle that'll fuck her up if you stab her yeah the the, the weird dagger the medieval why yeah. are you keeping these things around but um I, i'm sure there's some nerdy reason that yeah, yeah. that'll be explained on the wiki or something oh but yeah, yeah i'm sure there was a reason they had i have reasons in my head about why it. maybe she treats it like a relic or some her home. yes heisenberg no yeah yeah her, i can understand yeah, with yeah, Demetrescu. i don't sense for the guy heisenberg why do you have this in your basement you know what i mean but i did think had a lot of fun with it however they really had a missed opportunity when he starts to do like the tornado twister thing and he builds you up and you're falling in you should have been given the option to shoot um while you're falling i think it just does it for you and there was a few problems i like quick time events i know a lot of people bitch about them i always thought they suited resident evil especially the fourth one especially when you can kill the villain like the boss within the cutscene to get that kind of satisfaction of like you're doing it rather than watching a cutscene yeah. somebody get their head cut off. You're actually doing it. It's much more satisfying than randomly shooting them, uh, randomly shooting them, and then just you know, cuts to a cutscene where you know, oh, they fall over dead. I I want to be more involved in it. You know what I mean? Physically, yeah. like when I'm playing, I want to be more involved in it. You know. But that's just me being weird again. Me being sort of No, well, uh, no, I understand what you mean. Yeah, it's um... God of War does a good good job at it. You know what I mean? Spadness yeah, yeah. is another one of my favorite games. Very obscure though. Did a great job of like you know tapping down an X to rip out this enemy's eye, and then or you like know... the the classic uh, when you're killed Poseidon in God of War three and you click in the sticks to cl- to to gouge out his eyes. His eyes, yeah. yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I think so. I thought the Heisenberg thing was 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 fine. I thought it was a lot of fun, and it was just. The story was really getting going, so I was at the edge of my seat because this whole game is, is, I mean, a lot of them are, but like seven and, and, and especially now eight, you're basically like, what's going on next? It's a big what's mystery, yeah. You know? like, when you first see Miranda, um, I guess, should we talk about Miranda or should we talk about the second one first? Maybe talk about the second one first. Right. Then. So th- this actually leads in well, so I'll just start with this. When I think about replaying Resident Evil uh, 8, I have two hurdles. The first is the fourth area, the factory that we just talked about, mostly because I just feel like it's a bit of a slog. It's not a huge deal. I actually think people are way too hard on it compared to, like, I think the end of seven and the end of five, especially, dear God, are way, way worse. I don't love the end of four, easy. Four, I I, I like four's ending, but it's definitely, like, I think the first, the village in four is a 10 out of 10. The castle's like a 9.8 out of 10, and the the island is like a 9.8 two or nine it's still I, great but I'm, it's i know the momentum of it is meant to be like it turns full action yeah yeah but like should it not get a bit scarier as it goes on with the games just i guess they the, introduced the regenerators they were scary that's but true. that's what we were saying like what i was saying earlier i maybe there isn't a way to do it with this or maybe you make it scarier by as it goes further you lower the amount of enemies yeah. and now we're talking about the full-on elite but i i think first of all eight 
I think was nowhere near as bad as like the other some of the other games. But that 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 would be my first like when I was thinking back to replaying it because I replayed it yesterday and I thought, okay, that's my first um, hurdle. The second is the second area because I'm too afraid to go through it again. <laughs> it's so good because I, I genuinely so can't even think about it now. I it might be it. I would say it is the scariest thing. I've ever experienced in any game I've ever played. I kind of think I agree with you. Like, I never played PT personally. Um, everyone loved PT, but you know the whole thing. Basically, what this is, is imagine if PT was made into a game and it really reached its full potential, especially the baby in the sink. The whole set, first of all, the second one. The second Lord, yeah. Is, is called Donna. Donna benevito i think she's a puppeteer she's yeah ventriloquist and already i'm looking at that when she's the doll is leaning over you i'm like oh god get it off get it off screen. Oh, get it away so don't like this if you've ever seen dead silence she's basically what mary shaw should have been in that movie um i didn't know she was a a, a ventriloquist i thought the doll was just possessed until i was in her house and the build-up to her house is like so cool it's like phantom manor where you go into a cave you're going up an elevator. You're on the edge of a cliff. You're going through the garden. It's absolutely incredible. The mist and the, the, the dolls hanging upside down. and It's just a house as well. It's just a little house that has a basement and that's it. Oh yeah, there's it's no not, enemies. It's not it's, like a mansion. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's totally silent. There's no music the or anything. Well. It's, you it's, lose all your guns. It's really a step away. That, it's like, it's the most incredible. Because after you've just, like, you, you've been through... Um, You've been through the castle where it's a bit more actiony, a bit more adventury exploring, and you get through the really loud, bombastic, explosive boss with Demetres. Yeah, she's flying all over. Yeah, the it's place going. It's really loud. You're high up. It's high octane, and then you you do a bit more exposition, a bit more exploring. And then you go to this house, and it's silent. Yeah. There's no music. There's no sound. It just winds down because nothing you're going there. Through and there's no villains either. It's just and yeah. it's all up to you. It's in your own time. There's nothing pushes you. It's yeah. like you can stay in this house as long as you want. It's such a good build up though because it is like. I'm constantly like, oh, fuck, I'm doing the ventriloquist one now. That's going to be creepy. But, you know, because I didn't expect it to be so early. But, like, the second one, I thought it would be at least the third one. But you go up the elevator and the private little garden and the waterfall. And for the lore of it, going through her garden, because it, it's meant to be... They're uh, like um, drugs. They're, they're letting out a pheromone. Now, um, I heard there was much debate on whether the villain in this is real or hallucination i will say and i'll plug this because it's really good our own surgery head who wrote the music for, for the 404 podcast he did the intro and provided the music for the intro and the outro has a really good video on it and i'll link it on his youtube channel of that he fully believes that the the villain this is real i'm 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 not saying exactly what i'll have to watch that because i'm i'm of the exact opposite i think 100 it's a hallucination but... yeah yeah well the, well they make the point that he you get killed like we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to yeah, it yeah we're really getting it it's so like you get into this house and first of all it's actually quite a clean house it's not it's in fact Demetresque's castle for the most part most of it's pretty clean the only mm. dirty areas i guess the in the industrial areas and the morose part but um it's a pretty well-kept house there's dolls everywhere, but they're mm. not necessarily full on scary. It's just a little I don't, okay. I don't, I don't like it. I don't it's like cre- yeah, it's dolls, cre- it's yeah. creepy. It's I like... only realized she was the human in that portrait painting on her portrait, stairs, yeah. though, you know. But uh, you're you're expecting dolls to like attack you, and you really expect it to be that kind of like uh, yeah. You think you'll go into a room and something will have moved, or yeah. like you'll start here giggling or something. But again, it's totally silent. It's totally like, and then then it's to the basement. Yeah, then, then you go into this corridor, and the wallpaper starts to be 
peeled away yeah. and torn down. You're like, okay. And then you go into this lift, uh, this elevator, you go down. And then to, you enter the scariest to the moment. And, this and is where the, the f- this is the thing that you said as well. It's the daytime. It's not too bad. You're going into the basement. I remember when I was playing, I was like, I don't have to go to the basement, do I? Because you go into the basement, it looks a lot like PT because it just looks like a yeah. house as well. It's these long hallways with like little. It's very claustrophobic. Picture. You can't at certain points. You now when the lights are on, you can. But when the lights are off, it's one of those. Um, it's like when you were small and you were like a kid and you couldn't see the end of the hallway yeah oh yeah actually that's a really good way to put it yeah yeah it, it, it and then it's like it's basically a, a mortuary uh yeah setup and you got the little lab and you've got the way you work on the body you know where the cadaver is where the cadaver is and lying down there is a uh, mannequin made up of mia and uh it's basically just a puzzle yeah game tried it where you you take out you know you have to use tweezers to get all these clues out of her and then fucking the acid trip begins and the lights go out. oh and all your guns have been taken away they have yeah you you enter in the room and you see the doll uh yeah. what's the doll's called angie i think her name angie yeah angie. something like that yeah, yeah. and uh she basically at first you think oh it's going to be like creepy dolls and then she takes all your items away and then you go, okay i was actually stuck on that the puzzle part for a while and eventually and eventually i did get it but um there's lots of again it's very quiet like there's bits where you you have to set up a projector you look at the projector and then out of nowhere after the projector's done it just crashes onto the ground like yeah. really loud and um a secret door opens and you you go to a new part of the house which is even dark more dingier and you keep doing this you keep doing this and eventually you find um where you need to go down this well and you go down the well you get this item to open up the breaker so you can get out of the house again you think okay i'll just leave um and once you get back up you realize the lights are all out yeah and this is where the fun begins it's like i think the only issue i had with this part is that i knew you can only experience it once yeah it was almost like well everything well no that's actually not true you can experience that something i can still be freaky oh it's terrible yeah it's all downhill in regards to scares from here this is the scariest part of the game and they've put it very kind of early on in the game that i was kind of like i'm not going to experience this again but yeah there's scary Christ, bits but... after but it's nowhere near in fact this might be the apex of the entire franchise oh think... this is the scariest thing of the yeah like i think if you can that... get to this part of the listening... game well, let's just the, sorry the, yeah so the mannequin is gone yeah the umbilical cord is yeah blood splattered everywhere and there's an umbilical cord and blood dripping off it just going off and all the lights are off now so there's just darkness yeah so you follow it because you just want to leave (laughs) and then um a giant baby fetus thing yeah giant fetus yeah yeah yeah. arrives but it's not a regular first of all it's i i think if you actually check the the lore stats it's like seven feet long five foot ten which i'm five foot ten so it's literally my height when i'm standing up um it would kill you like that dude oh yeah it it apparently it's right here now (laughs) it eats it eats whatever it sees Mm -hmm. it's called baba i think it's its actual name and it's it's two minutes old they do explain they do confirm it is birthed from mia's uh mannequin um, no, I think it's real then, and and and, and I, I I get why people 
So, well, let me just... I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the introduction of it first. It looks like the thing from PT. It does. It just looks yeah. like a big one. But what was great about it is I'm, I'm, I'm playing it and I'm talking. Somebody is I'm playing it, you know. And I'm like... Because they, he knows. Like, my, my brother knows what's happening. But, you know, you have the torch and you can see it glisten before you see it. Yeah. I didn't notice the umbilical cord. I was too, like, oh, I'm freaking out. So I'm, I'm going through... So I missed all that. But you can see it glisten from afar and then it slowly walks into the light and it was like what fucking game am i playing like it became silent hill so gradually i didn't even notice you know like yeah it's it's such a and the sounds it makes it's it's like a laughing baby girl but it's demonic like and and it's 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 fast as fuck you know its legs are backward like it's like looks like a weird chicken the lower half of of it's like the upper half is like a fetus the lower half is a fully grown like backwards bent legs it's all it looks like chicken it reminded me of like a chicken wing yeah it's like an under it's it's very uncomfortable and like it doesn't have teeth or anything it's it's just it's david lynch kind of like it's again i keep saying pt but it's like what they saw from a razor head with david lynch Sick. times like it's really what like i felt like it's like, sort of bittersweet that pt was never made but this is kind of what i feel like was yeah what what, for, would it, you know like, what I mean? it's such a claustrophobic like that specific part of the house is completely claustrophobic mm-hmm. it's pitch black um it just becomes a puzzle game yeah, like, yeah now it's just straight up you're being amnesia, you're hiding from yeah this lady, is yeah. yeah this is definitely 10 times the fear that I felt like with Mr. X and I felt really scared of Mr. X but like this is and I was playing this in the middle of the day without my headphones on the house was full people were in the mm. house I really wish I had played this with headphones on at night and also this was spoiled for me unfortunately oh really it was yeah the YouTube algorithm ruined for me where it all it said was um what happens when the baby catches you and I could see the it eats you whole doesn't it it does yeah yeah um and says yummy um that's great i that's like i mean it's not great for you i feel bad but yeah so i i had to got it but no it still freaked me out and, and I, even I though it was the middle opposite of the day to that though which i like i played it at night had no idea that shit was coming i know i said to, i've asked i asked people ahead of time it's like is it scary yes it's scary you said to me because you played it first there's a part in it that's legitimately one of the scariest things i've ever played so that was in the back of my mind i was like okay when's this coming up i felt like it was going to be the doll thing because you know you can t- you can sort of tell from behind the way it's described yeah you're like oh that looks kind of the dolls are scary anyway like yeah I'm probably that bit. but did, did i i thought it would have been creepy i didn't expect it to be like this is really gross and unpleasant but in a great way and um oh man it's just, you you escape though it's basically you finish the puzzle and you get out of there as quick as you can you just get the fuck out of there and then you can't go back i love the idea that you could go back that's still there i like the concept that's still there yeah like it's still you could just go back and visit i i it's you like you're being haunted it. by it. Like you have to hide under a bed. You have to hide. In... Sorry. That'd be great if you could go back and you could hear it in the basement. Yeah, like either something. banging you know or I mean? laughing yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I. That would be really awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, like you can, you can, like you're hiding for like you're hiding under a bed. Like there was a bit where I was hiding under. The scariest part for me was like, and you could hear it come into the room behind yeah. you, and I thought, is he gonna grab me and just eat me? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. am I in far enough? Will I go too far? And even Ethan you can hear him like genuinely like oh, yeah. panic the, and freaking out. The acting out. is great with that, like the voice acting, but just, you know, so much of that is just like, what the fuck is that? And it's not even like the Resident Evil, oh, what the fuck is that? It's genuinely just like proper fear. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's straight up, we've left, 
we've left any sort of quips behind. It's genuine. Like, yeah. I need to concentrate the fuck out need, right now. We like, need this is... like the Leon character to get in there to say a few quips. Yeah, if, if this was Resident Evil Four, and we reference Four a lot, this is very clearly Eight and Four are of the yeah. same sort of. Oh yeah, that's so similar. Like, I thought there'd be a lot more connections between them because I even thought Miranda looked a lot like. Sadler Sadler yeah Sadler like I just thought they were very similar religious figures and instead of a very short Spanish noble we have a very tall Romanian yeah yeah, it's it's but she she also has I'm not sure if she is Spanish though because her daughter died of Spanish flu and everything like that yeah well she's um yeah so the Domitrescu would be Romanian and uh Salazar I think is Spanish he is Castellan because of um the little the the um the little the little person in it what's his name oh salazar salazar they're a spanish a spanish royalty or something or a, a yeah higher, or at least a noble family of some yeah, sort yeah 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 um, i really side note i really like the concept that they find the las plagas and oh in the fossils yeah and then he undoes does it yeah and that's how he, they reintroduce it i imagine that they have to go to him because he in spain uh religion and the hierarchy like the royalty are hand in hand so, yeah like they would have to refer to the church to be like what should we do with this and he's basically oh well, i'll take it that's that's cool with me that's yeah it's it's cool yeah it's like, but it's a cool day, um that it plays into that like it has a reason to be in spain yeah um, just the baby being real okay oh yeah this is and, a I'm can we stuff hear this from that video i mentioned but i think i'm probably i'm getting it wrong as well but the idea i think resident evil going forward is not a body horror anymore it's also what you can imagine can become reality because not only does it like again there's plot holes and stuff but it, it doesn't matter it gets into your body gets into your brain and it figures out what you fear and it makes it real it grows and i don't think that's too much of a stretch because of resident evil and that's what i think there's a new level of pants shitting you know like mind fuckery going forward that's like you can manipulate your body that's it's creepy let's manipulate your mind and let's bring both of them together so i do think it was grown from a hallucination and that might be a stretch and i think a lot of the signs do point to it just being a hallucination from the garden like in all of her texts in the in the lab at the end of the game but i don't know i just really want it to be real you know yeah no you see my argument's really similar except like when you go in well my view of it was that um what's happening when you go through those flowers you breathe in some spore or something. I, I agree. I, that's why I think they set it up great because you walk around that little hot, like the little um, grave for the. What is it like a chalice? Chalice of of, of um, like chalice type thing. No, you know, it's the arch. I don't know uh, garden stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like a sort it's of like a little, I, type. I think the word is chalice of all the bushes. So you, you are breathing it in because you have to because it's almost like uh, tricky to get in there. You have to. Yeah, like they make it very clear. It. Like you have yeah. to go past this very, like yeah and the mist and so like when you i get i presume when you get in you're already kind of drugged up a bit yeah and then once uh you go down there like you have to deposit your photo of uh mia and so maybe it's like a ticket and they look at it and like okay here we're gonna feck with this guy yeah um so i assume it's some sort of manifestation of his guilt or terror like fears Mm -hmm. of fate you know or maybe maybe it's foreshadowing that evelyn rose is evelyn that she has these powers yeah. that she's um uh, yeah i think that's another thing to say is when people say that it's solely and I, I i can see your point exactly but when people say that oh it's a hallucination but it's also like you know they all have parts of rose 
they know that his child is taken if it's a psychological game would it be much for the resident evil canon or characters to, to make like, it yeah let's make a giant baby they can pretty much make whatever they want it's now maliciously let's make what's now in his head so it's like let's just make a big fetus to fuck with Ethan and, oh, you know yeah I completely get what you mean I think I'm the opposite of you though where I just desperately want it not to be real <laughs> yeah okay because it makes me feel better where like what I believe is happening if you get caught by it because if it's not real that you just are so frightened you have a heart attack and die yeah, that's a, yeah that's... now this is where I was saying earlier where I said I'd make a note about something that doesn't really make sense near the end when you're fighting Miranda or just before you fight Miranda she takes your heart like straight up puts her hand yeah. in her chest and pulls your heart out so and ethan is able to revive himself because of the mold so why can't he just revive himself on other like in other instances like if, if moreau eats him or if he has a heart attack if that's what's happening with the baby why can't yeah. he just punch his way out of the baby or something if if he can literally that, that, have his that's heart. another one of those things that i don't think it matters you know yeah i know i, I we just talk about miranda now then I guess so, yeah, because we... I, I don't really want to go too much about the, the baby because it's so... Like, even though it's telling about it here... It's not a justice, it's just too fucking... It's just, you yeah. need to experience it for yourself, like, oh my god. And, and that, yeah. no joke, is a big reason why I, I don't... I have a real mental block about replaying it. I'm like, I it, just genuinely... I replayed it yesterday, and it was terrifying. I was like, is there an option for it just to do it for me? I just... Watching it is fine, too. Like, if you can't play it, watch it. It's creepy, but, like, playing it, you'll never... It's such a good experience. I wish, play, yeah. You know? I just wish I had played it at night with the headphones on and it hadn't been spoiled. Even with mm-hmm. it being spoiled, it was terrifying. I yeah. wish I had no idea what was coming. Yeah. I feel bad now for people who haven't. Nah, look, you know, fuck it. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, what, you know. What, what, like, what, 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 like we, our description did nothing to the actual. I guarantee you we under, undersold it, you know? Yeah. Um, let's, okay, let's go Mother Miranda because we're, we're kind of talking over time now. Oh, yeah. But, um, I really saw, like, the only issue... Mother Miranda was really cool. We talked about her a lot earlier and, and just how she set up the whole series, which is cool. Yeah. She's like uh, the old, she's been there for, like, 120 years now at this stage. Or... Kind of pushed to the side for a lot of the game. You see her in the opening, and there's yeah. not really much... She's like, cre- When we do see her, it's pretty creepy. Like, we see... The first time we actually see her is when she kills one of the villagers, yeah. and she disappears into the field. And I'm like, that's pretty creepy. Um, When you get the first piece of rose, and you put it in, and you see her a flashback to her looking at you directly in the camera. Like the, there's a lot of creepy imagery. She's there throughout it, though. She's she obviously she mimics Mia. She she's the yeah. Old she's woman. there from the very start. She's she's yeah. she's the first person you hear. She's the um. She's the narrator at the start. Yeah, and she's the uh, the hag throughout it. Yeah, she's a she's um like once you beat the game and then replay it, it plays out very like I was I was like oh this is weird because you can it's like the Evelyn twist. When yeah. You find out the grandmother is Evan, which I love. You know. So. Yeah. Once you know it, it changes everything, and it's really cool. I think though the the whole thing that she um she's motivated by bringing back her daughter who died of Spanish flu, um, which which is very cool. Like it's cool motivation. She's still evil as fuck though. You know, she started yeah. the whole thing and she doesn't. Oh, she's a very sad story. The, the way she discovers the Mega seat is like pathetic. She discovers it by accident. Yeah. And they she don't wanders. even hide that. They straight up say, oh, it was an accident. I wandered in to die. Yeah. And, 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 and I found the Mega seat. Yeah. And that's it. It's cool. And I really thought so much. She's so much like uh, Sadler. Because. Yeah. Is it Sadler? Yeah. Sadler is the main cult leader. Salazar is the short guy. Yeah. Sadler. Yeah. 
because he, he just they looked like religious characters she looks like she based off religious imagery she's got like a little halo looking thing you know like yeah. the, the drawings of um meant to represent Mary the sun apparently so i'm only bringing this up because the, the art director when he leaves comments on the concept art um it's very interesting but he talks like it was meant to represent the sun and to represent that she has been around for like far longer like she's almost like eternal the oh, fact that's that she's cool. She had great monster designs at the end of it too. Really satisfying, sort of like Angel of Death. Uh, yeah, she a lot she like looks Hellboy too. If you ever saw the Angel of Death, and that so like she turns into a spider. A lot of again looks like Sadler. What he turned into when he turned into the spider, she is more. Uh, she yeah she well. she looks very um, for want of a better word in a, a very she looks very beautiful in a horror way like a very angelic she looks in like her, a demon in creature type. mode it's not grotesque it's, it's not like grotesque it's it's it looks there's something very noble about the way she looks like it's yeah, not a it's, it's more, not body horror necessarily it's again it they like, say, uh, i think she looks old and very deliberately tried to make it look like angel of death yeah she that she's night. been around for a very long time and that she's yeah um so it, it's I, I think she's a bit of a wasted character in that like she is she's pushed aside a lot She's really like. She appears at the bit of the start, and then once or twice we hear about her throughout the story, and then at the very end, we were we don't fully even reveal what she looks like or her motivations until the last hour. A lot of the game as well is like cliffhanger. Like, I love that though because it's like a movie. Yeah. Like even when they leave on the plane, the um, what's it called? The BB BBSC or oh BSA. Yeah, the reveal that they've been using zombies yeah i fucking love all that i can't wait to... oh fuck <laughs> that scared me even totally miranda's here I, I love that i, I really yeah see they're, they're i'd say resident evil 9 will be I, from what i understand again that they, they want to have resident evil 9 be like an, an infinity war style like everyone's back a bit like six i guess but everyone like jill i would make it good though you know yeah yeah um start killing characters off yeah when they said oh the character times end turns out it was ethan um, I thought he, that sorry that's because there's not much to talk about with Mother Miranda is there cool character yeah like like cool we said ending, she's not you know? the four lords have way more of a yeah presence cool. Miranda's tragic she's interesting but that's yeah cool connection but the whole thing is like Ethan's at the end of it, he comes back to life after being killed he saves Rose and he blows up the Mega My Seed I fucking love this ending I made fun of Ethan throughout the game I thought the ending was really bittersweet and it was only made better by the ending of the of the story where they go back to that weird kind of 3d animation like Coraline or whatever and it's the dad running in killing the witch and burning down the forest that that was really sweet to oh me. i love that very, yeah. and then the whole end the father's story amazing you know oh, that was and then amazing. the post credit scene yeah with the where rose is like she got to have a full life and well grown up do that, you think that's uh, i don't i don't think that i think it's not in the future. I think it's like three years in the future. That, I see, think now, that, very interesting that you said yeah. that because I was thinking to myself, now how long she looks like she could be mid-teens to late, like she, yeah. maybe tween type thing. So I was like, well, this is at least 13 or 14 years. This is like 20, 30 something. But it's interesting. So I was thinking now maybe because of the, the Evelyn connection, yeah. it's like three or four years and she's like grown up. I think, I think, I think that is the case. And, uh, because like, how long does Chris have to be condemned to have to do this? I, I think I don't think because she says the line about Chris. I don't think they do that unless they're going to do a huge time skip in the next one. But I feel like they want to have the ability to kill off Chris and, and be suspenseful that way. So I do think she's been rapidly aged. I, uh, 
think it adds kind of a tragedy tragedy kind of a very tragic element to that yeah. character but uh Evelyn coming back was great. I loved Evelyn in, in Seven. So when she came back in... Do you think that actually eight, was Evelyn or do you think it was just like some sort of a... Again, like a... Well... He, he His inner self letting it out. I, I, I think it was his inner self. That's what I took it as in, when I first played it. But honestly though, Evelyn is the molded because the molded came from the Megamycete. Uh, but Evelyn is the molded so maybe there's an element of her. Everyone says there's a plot hole. Why was she never able to control Ethan in the seventh one and that's a plot hole I didn't answer but I take it as in throughout that game she wants Mia to be her mom and Ethan to be her dad so I feel like and I could could be people say oh that's bullshit I feel like it's a thing where she doesn't have control over Ethan as the molded because a she probably doesn't know in some way that she's blocked it out and I think B kind of ties into that it's because it's he's this parental figure you know yeah the dad is usually the one that gives out to you and stuff like that so like maybe she's role she's, playing that maybe she's blind to it that yeah yeah so oh, it's all part of the fun yeah i don't know i don't know i think it's uh i thought it was cool i i just i love this game in general i think it's my new favorite one next to right next to four seven was great too but i think they've constantly they're different yeah i would say you could budge them into one two three and seven are more like the adventure horror type thing four and eight definitely um we didn't even talk with the merchant but i guess we can't talk about he just comes he's comes back in a different role yeah he's a very much more of a character in this one where he interacts with everyone and it's really cool because he plays big parts of the story he's talking to you and like what the fuck is going on? It's like, oh, well, I don't know either. You know, it's a lot yeah, more than yeah. just like, oh, he's a game. He's like the typewriter in the fourth one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's cool. Like there are lots of these connections to four and eight, probably because Resident Evil 4 remake is coming out next year, I think, or it might've been delayed until 2020. They wanted to do a lot more. Give me fucking Code Veronica. Yeah, that was bullshit. Why, why yeah, and then Give me the first one. Everyone keeps saying, I know a lot of diehard fans like, well, the first one was remade and it's perfect. I'm sorry. I don't want it on tank controls. I've played it on tank controls. It's a very good remake, but if they want to do like new, new remake, do it in the style of the second game and make it great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now the only thing I'll say to that is in the remaster of the remake, they do give you the option not to use tank controls, but the only issue there is. Yeah, but I want it like in the way that, you know. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Just Um, just to fit in line. It's like, you know. I understand that argument. I just think I'm one of those pretentious people who thinks that the first one remake is like, (laughs) It's a brilliant remake. No, it, it is. It is. It's a lot of fun. I, I played it. But on I know people PS, are like. I played it on the. Some PS4, people just can't get past the. I just. It's like a completionist thing where I would love to yeah. see all of them, but I really do think you need Code Veronica. It's not like a side game. Yeah, it's a very important. And it, so it, it important. carries on like literally a week after Resident Evil 2 for Claire. And, like and it, then, like, it should connect as well, shouldn't it? That. Again, we're going off topic and, and I won't go into it, but like there's connections between that one and the fourth one but i think they're really eyeing into you know so in the, the third game, yeah that so, yeah the third remake co- leads two on. leads into veronica which leads into four which leads into five five leads into seven like it all connects yeah, together yeah, and yeah. it's i think it's important that they they go back but look, i think they're, they're going to get to it eventually but definitely check this game out i'm wrapping up kind of quickly because we've gone on for quite yeah a we've while. gone on um so as i said one two three and seven are great for the more horror sort of um act, like adventure puzzle mm-hmm. i guess four and eight are a mixture of action and horror like there's lots of different things going on five and six are i like 
five when I first played through it. It's fine for a playthrough, I think. I, I liked it when I played it first, but it's not. It's, it's not. I, to go back and play if it. you play five first and don't enjoy it, don't let that ruin four for you. Don't let it ruin for the rest. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you do, if you do let it ruin it, you're stupid. Because I know, but, but I know yeah. people unfortunately seem to get that impression. Six, I haven't played, but I've heard. Oh, that you should. You should play it. I you should, should play. It. We should do a thing where we play it, like because yeah. it's like it's not a good game at all. Like it's really, really? Bad, I, I, but it's worth. Again, I, I won't say anything one way or the other because I haven't yeah. played it. But it's 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 a very uh, divisive game. So you might yeah. like it, you might not. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean it's worth checking out if you're a fan. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's Resident Evil Eight Village. Yeah, it's a great game. It's uh, I'd recommend it. It's scary, fun. Yeah, yeah definitely check it out. Expect us to talk about more of these in the future again this is just one-off games if you like movies i'll go i'm gonna go back and talk about movies i of course it's all about the movies of course of um, course this is such a cinematic game i felt like i had to talk about it that's my excuse coming that's always the game. excuse yeah we do what we want yeah it's pretty fun much, yeah what is a film man what is a film what do you want to plug before you go uh, I guess I should say the playback podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it to me again. Uh, we are working on, or I am working on editing the uh, third episode, which is kind of pathetic to say. But uh, we also had seven episodes out. Yeah, yeah. Say <laughs> my full time gig yet. We should do a. Uh, this is maybe off topic, but maybe a little an integration of the two of them in regards to I do one Resident Evil, you do another Resident Evil. Yeah, like have a spin-off type thing. Like yeah, a, like tie them together. Yeah. And them, you know what I mean? So that could be interesting, yeah. yeah. Invasion, you know? I like could have you on for Resident Evil 4. Invasion, or know? Resident Evil 2 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be interesting. Um, Instagram or anything like that? Uh, not at the moment, but uh, working on that too. But Okay, cool. Um, thank you, anyways. I'm very but happy that I got to talk about David. this. Uh, you can follow 404 Films for films on Instagram and you can follow Carl me on Instagram on my new name Carl Cahill Bounty Law see I finally changed that I finally <laughs> changed that. I promised I'd change it you know uh, thanks for coming David thank you so much for having Play me Resident Evil. I'm just gonna I don't know what are we gonna do to just wind this up just exit the world of survival horror <laughs>